Look at you over here, Mr. Power Bottom. You think you're a power bottom? I'm gonna break you. Like the you're buck not, you are. You're not breaking this fucking faggot. You're not breaking well, I'm gonna break your buckaroo. And with that, I would like to welcome everybody listening to a new edition of Tape Eaters. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was having a uh, a dispute with Jerry here. I, I, it's understandable. I it's happened him. many times. It's basically a tradition I, at this point to have a yeah. dispute with Jerry. So I informed him that I was going to break his buck. Be mean to Jerry. Never, never. Don't be mean to Jerry. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is some retcon. Don't be. Don't be mean to Matt. No. But be mean this, to Jerry. This is yeah. No. No. Be mean to Matt. Yeah. No. Also, be mean to Jerry. Trying to rewrite history. It's be mean to Matt. You be nice to Jerry, all right? I've never heard of that, Jerry. Sorry. Oh. Well, I've got Matt with me. Mateo. Oh, hello. hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here once again. I'm actually getting... This This show's going to be really fun because it's going to be Jerry's talking about here. a few... No, shut up. About... I used to... Uh, a place I used to live. I'll just say that. And it's a beautiful part of the country. And I'm very happy to talk yeah. about its little spooky it... inhabitants. It's the Whoa. best part of the country, in my opinion. We're, ta- we're talking like, about how, Rome? like, the inhabitants of Atlantic City Kid aren't Rome. human, and they're probably some kind of cryptids. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're doing the AC Trump, episode. I love it. I think Donald Trump <laughs> bought a lot of the AC folks when he made that casino. My my like, favorite my favorite fishing? thing about fucking about Atlantic City is like how how nice it is when you're over by all the trump shit and you got like guy fieri's restaurant and all this cool shit and you like walk two steps too far on you're on some nigga's porch and you're about it's, to buy some crap beautiful folks I, I bought some land there i bought some people i broke them like the bucks they are <laughs> so, well it sounds similar to uh new orleans where maybe. you can buy you do oh, the same thing there's a lot of bug breaking going cocaine. on well, we've got, we've obviously got Jerry with us. Money. We've got Jerry with us. Howdy. We've got, we've got Doro. Who didn't I say? Doro is there. Hello. He's eating peanuts. We got Stone Claw Brad Wilson. He's, is he not in here? I'm about to fucking say his name. I'm, He's suddenly not. I'm in, in oh, here. You okay. I'm retarded. I'm, I was literally I, looking I, for I, the I, wrong. I, I was looking the for the wrong avatar. I can't hear you. I am Tariq Nasheed. I'm talking about buck breaking over here, and I'm going to fuck Jerry in the ass. Bullshit. We got little Bucky in. We got flame on tap. I got to take a shit. I'll be right back. Understandable. (laughs) Maddie is here in the Chris Chan shirt. Hey. Nice. So we are are gathered here on this eve to talk about Appalachian paranormal in general. I didn't do yeah. just cryptids. I have some cryptids, but it's a very spooky place. Now, mm. I don't know much about um, Appalachia. I'm going to get some ice cream real quick. It sounds delicious, man. Well, I, I, I know definitely. Uh, when I was a kid, I... I used to go on, on like vacations, like camping in some cabin yeah. in like the Poconos. The Poconos are Appalachia, right? Uh, is that no, up I think in... that's in Jodo. No, because the, 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 it is Appalachia. <laughs> Appalachia extends from uh, part of the mountains in New York 
all the way down to uh, places in like Georgia. So good times. I remember. I remember. Yeah, like, good. The, the it's from Canada down to New Orleans. Oh, it's Canada. Oh, okay, yeah. Sure. It goes all the way up into Canada too. New Orleans. I've actually, I've actually hiked part of the Appalachian Trail, and it is fucking gorgeous, dude. I'm telling you. Prove it. Prove it. I can't. Those pictures are gone forever. What were your impressions of the area? He burned the pictures. He ate it. So it was, it's, you can breathe a lot better. I'll say that. Because it's, it's, it's hot. No, seriously. What is funny about that? They got I know long. who wants to breathe. Uh, no. Go on. Go on, Mateo. Um, no, it, it, it really is. Like, you only go, like, half a mile into the trail, and it it's green. There's rocks, there's trees. It was actually really cool when uh, Lizzie and I were hiking through it, saw a bunch of lizards just sunning themselves on rocks, and it was very cool. I really enjoyed it. They were selling themselves on rocks? They were lot lizards. They were lot lizards? Did they jump out of the trees, knees drawn? Blaine, Blaine, Uh, uh, you can tell us about lot lizards. Well, no, it pissed me off because she told me I couldn't hire one, and I'm just like, come on. How many times are we going to see this out in the wilds? Hang on, hang on. She may have just been like a libertarian or something and didn't believe that was actually a job or like, you know. You couldn't hire her because you didn't have like a W. Oh no! It's no, the like, oldest profession in the world. Did you have a? Did you have an LLC and or honored not, profession? Man? Did you have an LLC or not? If you had an LLC, then she shouldn't have been able to say shit. I if don't know. know LLC is that like LL Cool J? What the fuck is that? It's a limited liability <laughs> like, you know, company. What? Like, I don't know. That sounds gay. I don't care. Like about OPP. Companies. What are you? You some know kind me. Of capitalist? Fuck you. LLC. Last year when I was going on hikes through the Pine Barrens, as I'm I'm doing now too, um there there were times when I saw fucking lizards everywhere. And which is very yes. odd to see this far fucking north in New Jersey in the Pine Barrens. But I love that. When you when it's like lizard season, those motherfuckers they they be fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, they no are cat. fucking because they're oh. everywhere. Let me tell you a really interesting little story, and th- this will only take a minute. Cincinnati is one of the only like uh, places above the Na- Mason-Dixon line that actually has its own species of lizards. Back in the 1950s, um, members of the Sears family went to Spain and then to Italy. And their little kid was a little rascal, and he had a shoebox. And he grabbed up a bunch of lizards from each country shoebox. and then brought them back to America. And these Why lizards you... eventually... What? Why would you give a rascal a shoebox? That's just asking for trouble. I don't know what that means. And anyway, so he brought him back to Cincinnati, and uh, it's mostly <laughs> in um, Seth, or in uh, Clifton and areas like that where these lizards thrive because of all the buildings. Like, if it wasn't a city that had, like, hot areas, all these lizards would have died. But they, it's its own, it's Ohio's own species of lizard. Nowhere else in the world. Well, that's that's really cool. cool. Yeah, it's neat. Very, Sorry. Very cool. I'll, I'll stop. So, Flame, are Dang. you back yet? Give me, give me a hell yeah. Nothing. He's still pooping. What are, yeah, what, dude. What are we drinking on? What are we drinking dude, on I'm, this evening? I'm actually sitting on the toilet right now. Holy oh shit, we got him pooping. He's pooping. I, in, in a, yeah, From the grave. A poop cam. What Did sort? you put that, uh, put that to the mic? Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Mic up, mic up, mic up. What sort of poop Ugh. is it? Is it, is it like a, one long log, one solid thick log? Yeah. Or is it like? No, oh, we're, dude, we're, it's water is coming out. Water, water. Yeah, That's what happens dude, when you get this Jared Fogle specials at Subway. Dude, with this amount of time, it's definitely <laughs> multiple strand, at least. It's uh, multi-stranded. What? 
Jerry, uh, if you're it doesn't help me, that I'm taking a cleanse right now. He should have been done like three minutes ago. Any longer is just it's just too much. Ridiculous. Yeah, you're wasting your time. You're just playing with you're shit. Right playing with <laughs> <laughs> He's got it all over his hands, all over the wall. He drew a little smiley face. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Oh. Hey, Flame, are you gonna film yourself licking some off your finger while you do a uh, YouTube video? You should. <laughs> like, oh. dude, no joke, no joke. Like, the it's on my finger right now. Paper just fucking fell. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? You're getting, you're being gang stalked. Oh, the gang stalkers, the gang stalkers unscrewed it. The They're watching. <laughs> the gang stalkers are watching flame shit. <laughs> what? I want to know what everyone's drinking on right now. I have a fucking Moscow Mule. It's delicious. Uh, I, got, I got me a Monster Original. White hard, zero, hard zero calorie. Like always. You're still fucking drinking those because of memes five years ago. I, Doro. I ch- check out behind me. I, I no, man, the fucking cases. And this man back here drinks them <laughs> all day. I Dude, hard fucking on. Monster Ultra is actually like good. I, I disagree. White, what, what flavor no, is that? Heart. What flavor is that? Uh, it just tastes like white. orange juice, dude. It does not taste it's like white. orange it's juice. Right. The white tastes right. like orange juice. It does not juice. taste like any of these things. It's basically right, Listen, dude, I call it a screwdriver to the heart, which is when you mix the orange juice flavored fucking white monster with vodka. Yeah, oh, buddy. Why don't y'all all, uh, okay. Go! There's a couple other questions to ask here about the monsters. One, why aren't you drinking either rain or bang? Or and two, like That's why like twice would you as drink much caffeine? That's the well, yeah, but like uh, if you're worried about that, why aren't you drinking fucking Red Bull Zero Sugar? Yeah, That's a go to because it's a little dude. ass can, dog. I feel like you can buy it. Give me retard. Give me eight dollars. I'm going to give double. you the symbol of hang energy. On drink. One second, Doro. All you had to do is not grab the little can. You grab the big can. And but then it it's the like fucking, fucking like six dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I know the big can is like five six dollars. Like I ain't when you paying that. Yeah, you can get like the plus two monster. Such a better bargain. Yeah, it's a bargain. You're bargaining with your fucking soul, with your fucking life. You your play life yourself, dog. Why, you listen, yourself. listen. I don't know if you see my video right now. I got Tariq on here. You, you, you buy in a can with a bull on it. That? That's what you want. You want a bull to <laughs> break your back. Yeah, buddy. Oh, you unlock the monster inside, and you can find that out in okay, my 2000 Okay, okay, okay. The monster, the art of Mackin. The I monster. The, says I got six, the double it case. Says, it says six 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 in Hebrew, brother. Yeah, because I am the beast. Listen, listen. No I am the beast. I, I unlock the beast within. He is a beast. You'll be here getting broken by some bulls with your red bull. <laughs> I'm over here unlocking the monster inside of me, the, the true beast. I am 666, nigga. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm hard as a rock. Um, I am drinking, uh, <laughs> it's, it's uh, real yeah. broke nigga hours right here. So I was rooting around the uh, the good old beer fridge, and I also picked up. Uh, so four, lo- I, I mentioned it on this before, but um, four, I loco- four locos nightly. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Go on, Matt. I'm being we a kid. Jerry. I'm trying to tell a story. So there's a new. <laughs> there's a new um, four loco. It's actually really really good. It's a uh, lightning lemonade and. Well, you, I hope it's good because their <laughs> seltzer, the the seltzers they released are disgusting, undrinkable like trash. Old undrinkable, old undrinkable. Old Play-Doh and water. That's what it tastes like. Old Play-Doh yeah. and water. 
Yo, I'm still singing the praises of that fucking Stewart's root beer seltzer. That oh, it's so fucking good, man. It has alcohol. I if like, you're wondering. dude. Really? I, if I do a root beer if seltzer, I do get a four loco. I like the four loco black can, the one that's like just Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh, no, that dude. Whatever the that's, fuck that's it the, is. That's the drink I make every year. I make my. I always call it Ecto Cooler. What you do is you take, you take you uh, take uh, that four loco black. And you buy the actual Ecto cooler from like uh, Kroger's or whatever, and pour it into a glass. Uh, one part Ecto, the actual Ecto cooler, and three parts sell the four local black. Cooler. They might sell something that's exactly the same and not call <laughs> it Ecto cooler. Don't what the fuck fucking... is Ecto cooler? See, Jerry's not even old enough. They stopped making Ecto cooler, and Jerry was. Mine's every year. He was a sperm. I remember, I don't, I, I don't. I actually don't <laughs> think I got Ecto cooler as a kid, but I, I had. Uh, I, I had Jolt, Jolt Cola as a kid. No, they still have this. No, Surge, Surge, Surge is, is that the like thing. Vault? Is that like Vault Cola? Surge was just like Vault. Vault yeah, came Vault. like out after Surge. Jolt was like kind of always around, but honestly, Jolt I think was big in like the '80s or something. It was around. I just remember it, it, I got it That's at like this one like it wasn't even a gas station. It was just like a store to walk down the street to. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and eventually, when I was like 21, living in my parents' <laughs> house, I would ride my bicycle there because I didn't have a license just to buy beer. Dude, you when guys, I was 21, I had a license to ill. Did you guys ever drink balls? B-A-D. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. I, used, I used to I never had like a good computer to play games as a kid. I, I played like Counter-Strike on a goddamn laptop. So when I went to like the PC <laughs> gaming center, they had they had like balls. You know how everyone had the all the oh monster energy fridge, monster energy fridge. This is a balls branded glass mini fridge that was balls full of balls good, all the time man. and you gave it you give them two dollars and you get a fucking a, a bottle now that's yeah. how you know you're balling with your energy drink when fucking it comes glass in a glass bottle, bottle. yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i still see them from time to time like you go to yeah. like the candy store at the mall or some shit you can still get balls I balls just, are oh, really no, they good. have it they have it at um kroger too yeah they do they actually i was just gonna say yeah. they have it at kroger balls are really good i just make sure i just don't <laughs> have them all the time <laughs> You got it. Okay, that's a, that's a drop. That's a drop. Isolate that. Isolate that. That's a drop. Computer, isolate. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Matt, can you repeat? I love balls, please. Oh, I love Just... balls. <laughs> Flamer, it's are you back? Nice. Are you around? Are you still working on the fucking poopy? He's issue? still shitting. He's still working on it. He's still doing it. I'm dying to get Flames' take on the apple mountains. If this was uh if this was a sitcom, it would just cut to flames screaming on the toilet oh. while Transylvanian hunger plays. Fuck. Just like fire like coming out of the toilet bowl. What? Yeah. He's shitting really hard. I don't know if he, I don't know if you take baby poops or something. The real poops. men take dumps. Everybody knows, you know, your whole family takes large poops. That's what your poop knife is for, to make sure you can flush it. The poop knife, exactly. Well, Cut it no, up so I, just, can make it I, I, I take you jam the I knife take, in your I ass. Take just every day. <laughs> I take a lot of silly. Is there a hole in my fucking ice pack? Are you shitting me? I hope so. I oh, need that my leg. Fuck the ice pack. Yeah, um, put your dick in it. All right, all right, hold on. <laughs> We're gonna get this on cam real quick. Oh hell yeah! Let's start. Let me start reading some stuff. Stuff okay, about okay. Appalachia. Now I found. I think I'm gonna start this off. I found some blurbs of spookiness about blurbs. about. The Appalachian Trail, the Appalachian Mountains, the whole region. They're not long stories, but a little something to wet your whistle. A report mentioned... Balls are really good. Balls. What? Balls are really good. (laughs) What, Matt? 
Matt, or what are you saying? Balls are this? really good. This must be very important. Something you really believe in <laughs> to say it this many times. Hey, hey, asking... hey, Matt, have you ever filleted another man? What was your favorite part? No drop. You're supposed door. to hit the drop door, <laughs> you fucking retard. Unbelievable. All these I drops. literally, literally, I, I put I put this baseball. This wasn't even like a, a an underhanded pitch. I put it on the tee for you to hit, and you still miss. Doro's, I don't have it. Doro is the man of a million drops and no timing. <laughs> no timing. He doesn't understand comedic, comedic well, timing. I'm the one who made it's the like, drop. Just like, okay, Jerry. Someone on the podcast. Jerry. Is going to be in the middle of talking about how the grandmother just died. He's going to hit the <laughs> balls are really good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. A report mentioned on the site Phantoms and Monsters <laughs> apparently happened in the mid 1980s when the witness was at a shelter one December along the Appalachian Trail in Amherst County, Virginia, along with his son and their dog Ginger. As they relaxed at their camp talking, they saw something very odd indeed coming shambling out of the wilderness. The witness would say of what happened next. The figure came within 100 feet. The thing was tall and wore a dark brown fur coat. I was aware of Ginger's barking changing and something I had never heard from her before that event, nor after. Without thinking, I called out to the figure to come over and have some hot drink. That's when things got very difficult to explain. First, the creature turned its face to us. Its face looked human in shape, but not human in appearance. It turned its whole body. When the creature looked at us is when Ginger's barking changed. Her hind legs appeared uncontrolled. Her sounds were not barking sounds, but a gurgling noise. She was in great pain. I momentarily focused on Ginger, reaching down to her, which did not stop her suffering. I looked to the creature who returned to continuing its long athletic strides, taking it out of sight very quickly. Ginger resumed barking her aggression warning, but not the same as before the thing that had turned to face us. My son said, Dad, what happened to Ginger? I was thinking, what, what did that thing do to Ginger when it was 100 feet away? I was not fearful, and Ginger was a handful of golden retriever. We spent a cold night with Ginger at alert the entire time. When we made our way to the warmth of my car the next morning, Ginger curled up with my son in the back seat and slept the three-hour drive home. I've since learned that area had a fall and winter with dogs making a lot of noise at night with a large number going missing. A calf got missing without a trace. The owner was uncommitted as to what was going on, but said his grandfather had a story about the brown man. Brown. Don't, don't say anything! Don't say anything! He had not seen anything, but neighbors had. Something dreadful happened at their shelter in August of 2011. A hiker was found dead and half buried. It's now April of 2016. I have not heard of an arrest. I am interested if there are any similar accounts of these things harming dogs. I am a skeptic looking for an explanation for Ginger's actions, other than Bigfoot having mind control capability over dogs, and maybe humans too. So here we have it. We do have a classic Bigfoot account from Virginia, from Appalachia. Um, we see one thing that's interesting is that he says when the creature looked that he ch he turned his whole body that's one thing you hear a lot in bigfoot accounts is that they don't turn their heads that they have to turn their entire upper body in order to look over it's kind of like no, that no, no. what i don't like it's... is in every fucking bigfoot encounter they just assume it's a male that's not true well that is kind of sexist but hang on i've got a non-political point here <laughs> i'm uh... glad we're not getting political on the bigfoot <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> I would. I, this is one case where I'd like to see you try to get political. Don't don't do well, he's, it. He's, well, he's talking about gender. That's political. Okay. Um, it's, look, it's social. 
it's similar to that fucking fellow we were watching earlier with the big neck. You know, I bet he couldn't turn his neck too much. Bigfoots just have like fat fucking necks, bro. It's true. Oh. That's the thing is that they're like they got Brock Lesnar necks and trash. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, dude, you we've heard stories of Bigfoot throwing boulders, throwing you know fucking Fay live there, and they just pick them up and throw them. <laughs> they, we've got fucking <laughs> stories of them throwing logs. Bugs live there. Like, there's all these things Bigfoot will pick up and throw stones, rocks, boulders from A to Z. And their dislike um, for dogs is well known. They've, like, thrown dogs and killed dogs. Yeah. That's like, dude, to think they have a fucking pussy neck they can turn, they don't got to move their whole shoulders. Like, Wait. that's preposterous to me. They, they, they these probably are, have. These are at worst. At worst. Traps. They, they got huge these traps. Are like a, Jerry, why are probably just throwing. Uh, the guy from Men in Black around. That's not cool. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Like, these are at, you know, the lowest tier of uh, conspiracy. They are just like a deviation in human evolution, you know, that have just been locked away. But no, no, they're, but, they're, hang, they're on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Telepathic creatures that are able said, to mind control people. I said people. at the lowest form, at the highest form, these are gods. So the you, said, you think they're gonna have fucking shoulders and necks that uh, can just turn all willy nilly? No, dude. These are big, strong motherfuckers. They got to turn listen, their whole dude, bodies. Dude, there's Trinity, no, there's the holy nothing. Trinity is God, Jesus, and Bigfoot. Uh, dude, there, there's nothing godlike <laughs> right about you these all guys. the time. No, there's nothing godlike about these guys because if well, you got okay, that they can do whatever well, well, they want. If, if they could get massacred at fucking Bluff Creek, then they ain't gods. We talking about Bigfoots or Indians? Okay, no, he is talking about Bigfoots, but no, dude, listen, listen. Like, there's many stories of like, like, if they could get BTF, gods getting like pushed away, you know, like people get oh, mad well, at the gods and they leave or whatever. Well, now you're talking about the Nephilim, and like people say, Bigfoot is Nephilim. They were like the oh, the fallen angels. They were the yeah, I got I got a lot about I got quite I heard a of the biker gang. Well, like, the point being is, like, these Bigfoots are very powerful, regardless of how you believe they are. And, like, they're gonna gonna have big Oh, my gosh, Jerry. You're right in their fucking dicks. They have to turn. I would. I would. They have to turn. The whole thing is fucking. fucking, It's just like with, uh, what do you call the man? John F. Kennedy. You know, back into the left, Bigfoots have to plant and turn the hips. So Bigfoot assassinated John F. Kennedy. Got it. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, that's what you flame, flame, flame. Tell me why? Why are Bigfoot? Why? How is Bigfoot not not my lord and savior? Explain. Yeah, deconvert me. (laughs) All right. Chad is shitting all over Jerry, and granted, it was a stupid point, but now I want to hear you dismantle it. Yes. Well, let's look at Buff Creek. Bluff Creek. Buff like they Creek. got. Sh- Creek. Yeah. They- <laughs> hey, let's go to workout. Dude, they got shit on, dude. Like fucking what? What's that, dude? The Buff uh, Creek Gamlin. Yeah, Grem Gemlin. Fucking Gimli. Bob Goblin. Whatever those two fuckheads in the fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I'm a believer of the MK. Uh, M.K. Davis. I'm a believer to M.K. Davis theory that they Dude. got their shit pushed in uh, Bluff Creek. 
kind of gay. Dude, the fucking aliens at Roswell got their <laughs> shit pushed into, okay? Yeah, we're fucking all the cryptids tonight, boys. Jeez. <laughs> oh, God. I'm bucking some fucking cryptids. I'm gonna buck Bigfoot. Dude, dude the aliens at Area 51 and probably Bigfoot at Bluff Creek got fucking, like, buck broke. No cap. By, like, <laughs> no people. Cap. Look, <laughs> we are fucking good. They're can the I ones a... coming down bucking us. Well, can they're trying a... to. They're trying can... to. We're reverse buck breaking. Hear me, hear me out, fellas. Can, okay. can we get can we get a skinwalker to shapeshift into Scarlett Johansson? We can like fuck it. Hmm. Oh shit! Now you're on. To <laughs> Probably talk. not, dude. Maybe we. That's can basically a deep fake. That's a real life. We can we, we could maybe buck break of, it. Cue up that video. <laughs> cue up that AOC drinking a shot of her own breast milk deep fake. Yeah, dude. Can we buck break that? <laughs> yeah, let's buck break that. <laughs> let's buck break AOC. <laughs> flame, flame. I want you to tell me about. The Appalachians. What's what's spooky? What's there? What what's the deal? You know, like I know, I know you were talking about the cryptids and stuff earlier, and you know, like that. To, I mean, the, the cryptids are cool and all that, but what interests me the most is uh, the people and the lore and Same. history of Appalachia. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, it, you Those know, are my like people. Just, I'm interested like, in the story. Yeah. So like. Um, Geography-wise, the Appalachian Mountains are actually the, probably one. I think it is the oldest mountain range on the Earth. Like those were the first ones to form. It's very now, worn down by erosion. Yeah, and uh, you know, like we we have like all sorts of people coming in there. Um, They're coming. Yeah, coming. like you got the Indians that that were there. Then you got like um, supposedly maybe the, even the, Celt, the Celts yeah. coming in there. Uh, yeah, that's the Celts. That most, most of the the settlers to the area were Celtic of some sort. I heard like yeah, the Irish, the Scots, the Scot Irish at some point, and then yeah. it really made it into something entirely a, new. A thousand years before Christopher Columbus even sh uh, showed up, and a couple hundred years before the Vikings showed up. We would. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and the, so like there, there's a lot of uh, lore and history and uh, paranormal, biblical uh, the, uh, mysteries going on there. Uh, we, there's like stories of uh, giants and nephilims that used to roam uh, the Appalachians. That uh, still legends going from the uh, the Cherokee. The the Cherokee uh, apparently seemed to worship one of these nephilims at one point and that admitted that. No, it, it was a giant, a giant nephilim. Um, if I remember, his name is uh, uh, Skinny Penis. I don't... A lot of these beefy lot of stories, beefy like, stew. Like a lot of those stories beef are all like, these gym. giants that, like, yeah, especially, like, especially in like the Americas that these Native Americans talk about these giants. Like that kind of lends, you know, like when they say giants, they don't mean like a twelve foot tall person. You know, they I'm mean like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Baba Booey, like Baba fucking Bowie. 50, 60, Baba 70 Bowie. feet tall. And like, you know, even taller if you want to go back further. But that yeah. kind of ties in a little bit to like the, like, uh, what's it called? Like Devil's Peak or Devil's Tower in, uh, where is that? Is that in Montana or is that in Colorado? Like Wyoming or some shit? Yeah, it, it's one of those like Pacific Northwest area countries. Uh, but like. But that's been like you know a lot of people. Okay, I might have got the geography wrong. But the point being, <laughs> he's a young man. Uh, countries, but okay. Why well, didn't mean schools. countries? Look, Are you talking the point about, being, uh, 
Jesus Christ. The point being is that like yeah. there are no trees yeah. on flat Earth. That's what they're saying. There's the trees do not trees are fake. Yeah, that thing's in Wyoming. Like those the big giant fucking stump, yeah, dude, say, the big yeah. stumps. You know, like they had those big giants back then, and they fucking yeah. cut down big the stumps, trees. big dumps, many such cases. Yeah, they had big cocks too. I hear. You always go to Cox. I never will understand Mo that. Dick. But Mo Dick. That's, that's Jerry, Jerry. You do you. You do you, Jerry. Joe Biden. Joe. Uh, so where the fuck was I going with this? I, uh, okay, let's go. They had stayed up all night with Ginger, and she was very scared. The, yeah, there's the thing about the dogs. Oh. And that, I think that might be recurring. Bigfoot does not like dogs. It's the truth. Let's watch uh, Let's watch a video about a Bigfoot sighting. We can do a few of them, actually. Yeah. Well, while you're setting this up. Do you I want? Cloaca. I, I, I remember oh, this guy's yes. name actually now. It's uh It's a multi purpose hole. Are are you about to put a video up? Yes, I'm I'm all fucked up, but I'm getting it on too soon. Brad's okay. watching Pokemon. Yeah, so, He's, I know it's a really good cartoon. So this giant this giant that I was talking about name was uh Chutakala. Okay. He used to terror yeah, he used to terrorize the, the Cherokee. And the Appalachians. Yes. That's a Mesoamerican like chronology. Uh, that's what I mean. Sounds these like are Native Americans. Yeah, I mean that's Teotihuacan. the roots of those languages. Yeah, no, but, but it just it sounds. Here, pretend to be one sixteenth Cherokee and know what he's talking about. Hey, I'm one eighth retard. All right, let's well, uh, dude, let's I, watch this. Let's watch I swear to God, you're that straight Prussian ethnicity. Let's do it. Prussian? Oh, I barely know her. I was face to face with a Bigfoot. On October 21st, 2019, local coal miner Billy Humphrey says he and his wife saw Bigfoot lurking in the woods near their home in Denise. Humphrey says before Bigfoot disappeared, he was able to snap a quick photo with his phone. I was lucky enough to get a picture on a phone. Doro, how do you feel about his shades? Scale of one to 10. Mm, um, he's looking pretty fly. He looks like he'll call the cops on you. He'd call the he's cops on Bigfoot. He'd call guy. the cops on Bigfoot. <laughs> He doesn't lift. That's why Bigfoot, Bigfoot didn't find him noticed. worthy. He, got a he wasn't allowed in a Buff Creek. Oh, he's see. got a keg. Take <laughs> <laughs> go to Buff okay. Creek. You can see his arm to the side. So this, he's already starting to turn and walk back down toward the laurel thicket behind us. I see nothing. Um, when he got, when he got, looks like a war to me. He let out a call like a hoot, almost like a whoop. A hoot, almost like a Without a question, the figure that he saw was not an animal. Along with taking the photo of Bigfoot, Humphrey also discovered extremely large footprints. This measures oh, nice. 16 he took and a half by 10 inches wide, which would show how big, when we explain the size of this thing, this right here is proof of how big he was. Hang on, can we, can we pause it? Can we pause it? That guy had a, on his shirt, he had a lifetime Bigfoot hunting permit. And you're trying to tell me a man with a lifetime permit didn't take a shot? <laughs> that's, that's Dude, he's funny. a fucking look, poser. Look, in West Virginia, the state he's in, it's not even like some bullshit fake, you know, that's counterfeit. That's a real permit. That's a real <laughs> genuine permit. I bet he bought it at Kohl's. He's a fucking poser. I say this all the time. If you want to conserve Bigfoot, you have to kill Bigfoot. There is no Bigfoot conservation without killing a Bigfoot. Go kill one. Yeah, but you have the, to. The, Humphrey says you have to I think he's too smart now. I think he's too smart now to get you know, to get punked I would, by us. I would like to actually try eating 
Bigfoot meat. Wait, do you think he saw the Matrix and learned well, from isn't it? Isn't that? Isn't that? Uh, dude, I I think he's I think he's a being that reached singularity and fucking he doesn't have to really fuck with us if he wants to. Want to eat a little bit of every cryptid? Flame is over here yeah. making me want to worship Bigfoot. Make him seem like a good guy. In Bluff Creek, he was the good guy. Here he is. He's an ascended master who's like all-knowing. And he, he just got Bluff Creek was no different than fucking Waco. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can quote me on Waco that. for cryptids. That's a oh. meme right there. We, we got pushed that. A meme that, that nobody yeah. would understand. But it's a very good meme nonetheless. The size uh, of the figure he saw was something that he has never seen before. So as he turns to walk off. Hey, you, you figure. Get out, uh, of my, get out of my woods. Look, he's walking like a Bigfoot now. He's got the purple. <laughs> Look, his arms got longer. He's... <laughs> he is the Bigfoot. That's he's so doing the Patterson. Um, it's like a dance. I mean, it had it's to be around Patterson. his knee area as he, seen, as he slumped. And his his forearms, his arms, his chest. I mean, this thing was just absolutely massive. Humphrey says that before he's the fucking ending, ripped he and I loved it. Such claims, but he's now so ripped he has to turn his whole body. Any of you who are listening to this, that they're 100% real. Nobody can tell me what I didn't, you know, what I seen, what I didn't see. Nobody, Nobody can tell where your hairline starts either. <laughs> Damn. Burn. <laughs> that roast. I mean, that was way better than my joke I was thinking of doing. <laughs> that, that man's going to stay up and at night thinking about that roast. Reporting in Danny's for news. That's some, that's that some West Virginia Bigfoot. That man's got like fucking 200 hair. <laughs> Oh, I do have, I do have more big. Let's go. Big oh, please! Yeah, it, that, man. I, th I think it's pretty interesting. How, well, he's uh, come for Bigfoot. Go on. Oh no, do you think? Do you think somebody uh, Bigfoot... needs to find out a uh, like? Okay, so you know how some people with like stop signs and stuff or different signs, they'll find ways to use a marker to change it to say something funny. Yeah, you gotta find a way to do that with Bigfoot and have it be like buck break. Well, what I would do is. <laughs> Butt I would foot. draw I would draw a big dick on that sign right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just need a Sharpie. You could do it really Am easy. I right? Am I right? It's just begging for it. If oh, I saw it. that on a tree, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. Or like, a, dead. like what would be perfect, I think, is a sticker that says censored, and you put it on like a censored bar over his cock. <laughs> like a big yeah. one, a big fucking, fucking bar. One that goes like onto the other tree. Hell yeah. Our boy Hell Mateo yeah. is the originator of that meme, as far as I can tell. The censored bar and Bigfoot's cock, it's a very funny one. I still use it to this day. Still to this Let's watch another Bigfoot site. This one's in Virginia. Regular Virginia. Oh, a Virginia man claims he spotted bit Bigfoot, and oh. he has the video to prove it. They're about docs, me. We're going to let you be the judge. <laughs> what a Look, douche. This is the YouTube yeah, don't video. Can you see real closely fuck. there? Yeah, that's Bigfoot. Well, I hate the media. Is that Bigfoot, guys? That's legit. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a man in a gorilla costume. Dude, if you ask me, that's fucking Bigfoot. No cap. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just remembered something. This triggered a memory of mine. Did I ever tell you guys how when I was in I high school? I raped. I saw a man in a gorilla yes. suit across um, the river. Actually, I was in, um, I did TV production class when I was in high school. Me too. And we had a bit where I was going to play Bigfoot and... <laughs> They were gonna do a sighting of me, and anyway, what ended up happening was everything worked out really fucking well. Did, did you accidentally show your cock? Yeah, I showed my cock to everybody. It was great, but like, I really wish I still had this footage because I would totally play it on this show. But 
what I ended up doing was I, I got wrapped up in some like uh that really furry gun running stuff. scheme. Oh, worse. You're furry. You can hear him. Lots of drops <laughs> coming in this episode. Anyway, no, I was dressed up, I was really furry, and they beat the shit out of me with a broom handle. <laughs> and and then at the end, the big reveal the next morning, because we did this at like six o'clock in the morning. Um, what they, the, the guy who was doing like the, the, the bit with me, he, like, I was hiding behind the desk and he grabbed me by my hair and pulled me up and put me on the thing. I had like a mask on. That was so fucking funny. I wish I had the footage for that. Bit or did like they really beat the shit out of you? Uh, no, I told him they could. It was fine. Yakov. <laughs> Yo. You told me to go watch the new Poketoon, and now I'm just enraged. Why are you enraged? How can you be enraged? Is your heart not warm? How can that Nidoran's mother be a Nido Queen when if you play the games, <laughs> Nido Queen can't breed? The, she, really? No, no, fucking Nido. What is it? So I guess in this case, Nido Queen got cucked by a Ditto. Probably, yeah. That's how you make it. That's how you make, that's how you make a Nidoran. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. If the Ditto is transforming into the Nitto Queen with a Nitto Queen. No, it, it transforms into a Nitto a, a, a King with a bussy. Because <laughs> Nitto Queen can't breed. <laughs> She's celibate. I can't breed! Alright, let's let's let this I I, I had to interrupt your paranormal show with some it's some true. Pokemon anatomy. Good facts. Brad Boy. Did you say that's Bigfoot like yeah. you've seen no. him before? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I watched those Bigfoot shows. Alright. This, this was shot apparently near the that Blastoise had waterway earlier. Uh, did Matt just go no? Because he sounded like that's like fake I'm trying to play Bigfoot videos and you over here just yapping dog. Brad, what's your take on Bigfoot? Real or fake? Sexy or not? Blastoise Cloaca. Oh god, I already did it. We just did a cloaca. All right. God damn right. it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right. I was no. dressed up. I was really furry, and they beat the shit out of me with a broom handle. <laughs> this story again. So, so I, this, everything is funny except for my podcast. God damn it. Um, balls are really good. <laughs> This is very similar to many Bigfoot reports I've heard. I've heard many stories of people out in the water, and a Bigfoot comes out of the brush to the side and starts throwing rocks at, at you from the uh, shore. So, like, as Why far as... Why does he do that? Well, it's a territorial <laughs> a thing. You fucking dude. throw shit. If you're in his fucking territory, he'll throw shit at you. One uh, common theory... He throws dogs, doesn't he? Yes, he has thrown dogs against trees to f finish them off. Aw, poor babies. Dude, I'm about to throw yeah, these dude. hands at him. Bigfoot oh, for real. Menace. A menace to society. Yeah. Me, me and Matt are going to fist fight Bigfoot. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to double team him. You what? should hit him with a broom handle. We're, we're going to DPM. One common theory. <laughs> we're going to Eiffel Tower him. A common theory is that the reason he <laughs> throws sure. rocks and shit like that is because there are often Bigfoot young that you don't realize are there. That is like the common theory. So they get very territorial when you're around their young. And there's quite a few videos out there where it looks like they're picking up a baby or there's like another little Bigfoot around or something like hanging on to its back or something like that. There's a number of you see things. one of my big problems with Bigfoot is I've never uh, like they say there's male and female. They do have that excuse where like there's babies around or whatever, but I've not seen anything but drawings of Bigfoot titties. No, yeah, we just see a real big a really high quality image from the fucking Patterson film, and they're decidedly titties. There. No, dude, yeah. that's a nigga. That's a nigga. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. 
You think that's a woman, Bigfoot? I think that's a woman. Ah. I, you know what? Hold on. I'm actually going to agree with Yakov on this. Because if you look at the sexual dimorphism between the great apes, they do have narrower shoulders and they do have smaller statures. Because, like, Bigfoot, you'd expect him to be this really big, like, gorilla-ass dude. Ooh. She's actually, more of like a chip. You're actually correct. To keep I know. True, to, to keep true with my own personal theory that male Bigfoots have to turn their whole bodies, that Bigfoot in the Patterson footage did just turn her neck. And that means it has to be a woman. It's a female. Yeah, was, well, this that, that was completely, you know, it didn't have was, to happen. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, uh, the MK Davis guy was saying that was a female, like, after witnessing the her, the baby getting, like, waxed and the father getting waxed, like, she, like, turned around <laughs> and tried dipping. What she does like, waxed oh. mean to you? Uh, they got killed. Get a Brazilian, and everything is hairy <laughs> yeah. except for their asshole. Yeah, they're they're bald now. They were laying. You're telling me the they dish. just got a wax, and I still couldn't see your titties. Damn. Uh, disappointing. Flame, flame. Why do you trust MK Davis so much? Because I want. Because it's. I think it's real. I, Why? I don't know. I, I think, I think I I really think that that shit went down like that because like I I feel like a conspiracy like that it is a lot more plausible than them to just like I think say saying it and then just like not doing anything about dude, it. I think the uh, the explanation I know how they like walked into it. It's because this is what's left out often from the Bigfoot theories is and like they'll, t- they'll tell you about Rock Canyon or Ape Canyon. They'll tell you about um, Bluff Booba. Creek. But what they don't tell you is that, like, <laughs> these guys were having, like, dreams about Bigfoot for years prior to oh, saying dreams. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can yeah. not believe that. That's that's fine. But the thing is, like, that's one thing is that they are called to go where Bigfoot is. That's why they have yeah. the sightings. In, a, in, mo- in most of these re- reputable reports, it, you see details like that. Yeah, the, the the story behind that was uh, it, it was a logging company in the area that that called them down there because like they 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 found they found the Bigfoots and they were trying to do something about it. So they called uh, Gimlin. I think that's his name, right? Gimlin, yeah. Patterson, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Bob Gimlin and Roger Patterson, baby killer. <laughs> so like he. Um, yeah, so like they got the call, they went down there, and then they they got all the footage, and they fucking killed them. Oh no! Yeah, there's no evidence for literally any of this except for <laughs> <Andy> <laughs> Davis, who has nothing to do with any of this shit. He just makes YouTube videos. You know, Flame, you keep saying MK Davis. I think you've been MK Ultra into believing Bigfoot's real. What the fuck? I'm gonna let the rest I'm... of this video play. Yes. All right with his dad he says he saw red eyes watching them from the woods Ooh. so he claims he fired a shotgun heard something scream and go crashing through the trees o'neill says he oh, and experienced a similar encounter some 25 years ago that's actually that just a, a juvenile oh, it's always one of these kind of <laughs> mysterious things ah, who cares about what these people have to say Dude, yeah, yeah, it looks like, it looks like what these people have to the say the one interesting thing is that it's from two angles and from both angles you can tell that it's not just like logs or whatever bullshit it looks like a figure from both angles it does however look like a man in a ghillie suit yeah, yeah I, it, or that. like if if anything it could be a juvenile bigfoot but like, that's what they say is that uh, normally when you see bigfoots 
you don't see the fully grown ones. You see the teenagers well, who are ballsy and fucking shit up. That's why they tend to be on. smaller. They're like, they're like seven, eight this. feet tall instead of 14 feet tall is what they said. No, dude, that one's pants aren't sagging. His hat's fucking <laughs> on right. Uh, he's passing. on the side. It's not, a, it's not a stage, bro. <laughs> he's not a juvenile. He's swagging. stage, mom. He's bullying. He's, he, he's bullying because that's what they do. He's vibing. I don't think he's, he's, he's a just. He's just sitting on the porch, you know. He's a good boy. He's, he's just cooling, bro. He's probably got a fucking backwoods in his hand. Yeah. Oh, dude, I could go for that right now, too. And no cap on well, a stack, speaking brother. speaking of backwoods. The brimless cap. Got the brimless cap. Speaking of backwoods, uh, <laughs> maybe we should continue into our Appalachian cryptids. We can do that. I was still on this fucking Bigfoot kick for a little while. I'm still ready to go. Do you, oh. you think I'm out of Bigfoot content? It, no fucking way. I, dude, I'm not all that. fucking night. I'll go till four in the morning. Uh, we can talk about everything. I think it's interesting that the Bigfoot encounters are in Appalachia. Well, they're all over the place. Listen to this call. It's fantastic. And I hope everybody who lives in a- Appalachia talks like this, to be honest. Cleveland County 911. I don't know if I should have called this in or not, but... <laughs> What's going on? If I had my camera, I'd take a picture of it. Take a picture of who? I don't know what... I don't know what it was. So, uh, okay, I believe you saw Bigfoot. Don't get me wrong, but how drunk are you, sir? That is just how people in Appalachia Look, talk. Hang on, hang on. Can I say something as a as go. a Southern man? Yes. This is how some folks talk. It really I is. I believe it. Like, yeah. like no cap. Like, like you know. I lived he, in Georgia for a while. He's probably he's probably had a couple beers. Ain't no doubt about it. Well, they but, always yeah, do. Really? Yeah. But but like that's just the way people talk. I got a guy that comes into my store that I I usually help just because I I you know I live down where all those like uh, Southerners live so I'm able to like interpret their language. And this guy will come in. That's no, no, I'm not trying to be a dick. Actually, yeah, whatever. Anyway, this guy comes in. He he has the thickest like it was like that, but times like five. (laughs) And like I have to just go, and I'm just like, yes, sir, yeah, and I just interpret what he's. I haven't been wrong yet. I interpret what he says. Haven't been wrong yet. Hey, Matt, can I give you a piece of advice? No. Say yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, yes, he'll sir. like it better. He'll probably give you a tip. Oh, he tried to give me a so, tip before, actually. This, oh, well, this, he'll, he'll give you a bigger one if you say he'll yes, He'll suck sir. your fucking Fuzz cock. Dang it. <laughs> hey, okay. it's yak off bringing up cocks this so, time. Now, this Bigfoot call, it came from North Carolina. That's why it's... It's in the Appalachian bit. We're doing the whole Appalachian Bigfoot here. Let's let this roll. He's walking upright like a man. I would not kill it because I was afraid to. That was a recurring theme. I've I don't know if I have the other nine one one calls on the playlist or not. But they their first thought is always like, I wanted to kill it, but I had too much sympathy for the beast. And it's like, God, I wish I lived somewhere where, like, that could be the first thing I say to 911 dispatch. That is just not where I live. And, like, it's so yeah. respectable. It's so polite of them to have not really killed is. it and have had had uh, mercy for their for their fellow creatures. It's fucking awesome. Well, there's a couple of things. are the that... best people in the entire country. I'll tell you that it's right that now. I also would have like, shot you know, it. So, I... like, like, all right. It could be just the fact of, uh, you know, 
respect for your fellow creature. But I think a lot more of it has to do is they ain't like they're not sure whether or not it's like some fella in a costume. That is Dying the implication. It just I find it funny. Like you can you can think about shooting something. That's something the way not... that you fucking like like uh like rectify it to yourself. I hear you, but the thing is, That's, you, you know, yeah, like, you're dude, like oh, you can, it was. Uh... You can think about shooting something and not do it and not tell the nine one one dispatch. Am I oh, right? Well, yeah. That's probably the well, way to yeah. go about if things. Uh, if you're not, well, you don't shoot it. Don't tell anyone you were going to shoot it. Definitely if it's a person. <laughs> I was thinking about shooting it, but I decided not to. I decided not to well, kill like, that man. Well, like if it was a bear, <laughs> like you might want to tell him that you had a, I don't know. I don't really know. Because like when it comes to the case of wild animals, like if it's a possum or something, yeah, you probably shouldn't shoot it in your fucking subdivision. But if but, it was like, a possum, you definitely a, could get away with it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but a bear possibly the same too. Like any bit a bear, a cougar, a panther, whatever the fuck you could run into in the wilderness. Possums, uh, coons, wildcats, fuck. Man, you're killing it tonight, Maddie. Jesus, I love it. <laughs> All right, let's get this video going. Cleveland County 911. Hello. Can I help you? Yes. This is <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, uh -huh. probably. Uh, you probably have my address. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on now? Uh, hold up. What's going on in this video? Is this man about to kill Bigfoot with a blood That's dart? That's a whole other video <laughs> that I I meant to track down. We've done it on a past a long ago episode where he talks about how beautiful Bigfoot was was with his flowing hair. Aww. And he talks about how he's like, I, I, I confronted the beast. I was like, get on! I, get on out of here! Did, did he have long, just, flowing yeah, hair? Blonde hair? Blue eyes? To I couldn't bring myself to shoot him. I, it was too beautiful. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to shoot him. Too, he was just a beautiful man and I cannot shoot he him. Was, look, look, he is ten times more pretty than my wife was. <laughs> I, I just couldn't bring myself to shoot him. Wait a second, I can't do it. I can't do it, Clemson. Right. He's too beautiful. Please, my son. He's too beautiful. <laughs> well, uh, Whoa. Whoa. Dude, I thought it said a giant grape. <laughs> Just a giant ass grape. And tomato? It's tomato? It was about nine, ten foot tall. It was that sounds like my dad. <laughs> no, that sounds like my dad. My dad would beat up your dad. <laughs> my dad could kick your dad. <laughs> my dad could pick up the truck. My dad could pick up his truck. Yeah, my dad can butt break your dad. <laughs> here, here we go. Don't ask. If you got to do it, you got to do it. No, that just shows how like bought into the system these people are. Would I get? Would you? Would you spank me? <laughs> would the full brunt force of the state come against me and my kin? Would you bend me over your knee and spank my bottom if I killed Bigfoot? <laughs> I'm asking you, Mister Slave. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to listen to some Bigfoot howls? Yeah. Only if out. I can make them. Let's see. Let me get some Coca-Cola. Jeez. Jeez. More howls in the Appalachian foothills of West Virginia. Holy shit. I'm an Alabama 
And I want to be on August 29th, 2016 <laughs> field research partners, Alan and Melissa returned to the same location in Marion County, West Virginia, where they heard strange howls two nights prior. They heard the same sounds again. What is going on? Are we being gang stalked? Gang stalked by Bigfoot. That's it. Gang stalked by Bigfoot. Do they really so gang stalked? They have to use movie. Maker. All right, we gotta be quiet here. Listen to this. <laughs> they have to use movie maker. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. They sound like Tie Fighters. They're not Dude. too far from here. Shut up. I'm talking about Taiwanese. But this is right where I heard the... See, I, I want to yell at you guys for talking over it, but frankly, the people holding the camera are just as fucking bad. Um, I, I don't buy that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no, it sounds yeah, like dude. sirens to me. Well, that that is always what it sounds like, to be honest. This one in particular, it sounds very high-pitched for what I would expect and what I've heard previously. But there always is... When, they, when people hear these moans, they always say it sounds like mourning, like a mother who lost their child, like going full Bluff Creek Massacre even with it. Like, that's what they say. When Every time you hear these, that's what it sounds like. And even um, fucking Bobcat Goldthwaite's fucking Bigfoot movie, Willow Creek, it went into this about how every time there's like a Bigfoot around, you hear this, uh, this moaning, this like melodramatic, mournful moan. And then at the end of his movie, it's in a spoiler alert, turns out that um that they are women that he's captured, human women who are like his sex slaves, his concubines, his harem. Wait, what? And they're out there well, in, in the fucking woods, like crying. Dude, that sigma is fuck. Well, dude, dude, look, um, look. So my thing, that's go. kind of fucking hot. Well, my thing is okay. So I used to have a buddy used to live right across the street in rural where I live. And he had, uh, his neighbor had an elk farm. And if you ever listen to an elk uh, do its little call thing from several miles away, that is kind of what it sounds like. Man, I just don't buy the calling part as much as I buy the knocking. Like, the knocking, the knocking is on a lot the tree, more like, like a lot of, That to me is more believable than like them hooting and hollering out in the fucking forest. Like, they'd be like... I don't know. I, don't how, how know. Oh, I can buy like, both. You got both all, yeah. You got a bunch of animals who do that. I mean, like I'm pretty no, sure dude, humans like, like, once did that. Times, like yeah, like like it could be they're all fake and it's just people they know out in the woods knocking on trees. But there's so many of them, and it, and, and they're all kind of similar, but also different, different enough where it can be. I don't know. Like it makes sense to me more that like they're knocking more than like hollering. Well, that's what you're saying. I'm here to date your six year old. The howling would only be in in very specific occasions. Balls are really good. (laughs) The the howling would only be in very specific occasions, like they say, like when when they've lost their young or something like that. The wood knocking, they say, is for hunting purposes to coordinate the strategy. Well, yeah. that's why it Ooh. often happens at like hunting times. Like it'll happen. But do you think like, they right hunt before sunset? Deer, deer right before say. sunrise. Deer. Well, yeah. well, they hunt deer. All kinds of whatever animal you would eat. Like well, they probably no. don't hunt squirrels. They probably don't oh, hunt yeah. squirrels. No, but, they like, wouldn't be hunting. There's like no that. like real big game that would be worthwhile to hunt. Like they wouldn't hunt bears. It's too much work. Yeah, too risky. And we haven't ever found any like weapons, like bows or yeah. bears. Like from them, so like you know we no we what have they say to about what they, they say have... about the deer is that they ambush them and they break their fucking necks with their hands. Yeah, they carry them away. 
Well, that could definitely be the case as well. There's been uh, people having sightings of them, like, just carrying a deer over its shoulder. Interesting. Um, But something I was going to say a second ago, like, if you truly believe that some of the amateur sightings are actually amateur sightings, not a lot of people are really going to know about wood knocking among the great apes. Because I, until Yakov showed me, I had no idea that they actually did that. And he showed it to me. I did a little bit of is research. Is that something and... I showed you? I don't even remember that. It is. Uh, God, two years ago? Almost three years ago? I yeah. knew apes did that. I remember like them. I do. I, I remember them throwing rocks against trees in, in a video that yeah. was about. Was that what you were talking about? Um, no. When you this were talking to me about how um, that one guy supposed that they would take fallen logs and they would take logs and smack them against trees, like kind of like a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems very much on brand for a great ape. It really yeah. does because it's it, you know it's when you're smart enough to know that your call is going to scare away any game, so you do something very subtle, and then you're coordinating something. It's not too different from using like a, a stick to get termites out of trees. It's not too dissimilar. No. And then we know a lot of animals use like sound as like a warning or as a signal to others. Like a beaver will slap its tail against the water. Like it's a mm-hmm. thing animals could definitely evolve to, and you could definitely see a bigfoot. Well, like this. a really good example that is like the meerkats. Like they have a whole, uh, like a fat ass language that they talk about. Like in the middle. Oh, they'll, they'll yeah, they'll slap their tails to the ground. Like yeah, that and like their chirps. That like, like there's an elaborate language they have to like talk to one another through sound, and like that's. In my opinion, like, you know, one thing that, like, intelligent species do over the others. Like, yeah. you know, elephants do that. Wolves do that. Dolphins do that. All of these, inte- you know, sp- like, animals that we would call intelligent use noise to, like, yeah. signal things to one another. And knocking trees is definitely a auditory signal. And it's even better because some of them use them <clears throat> in a predatory sense towards its prey along with communicating with its fellow things. Just, like, uh, get two birds stoned at once. Yeah. Yeah, like, it can... Uh, it can matter quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst wow. fucking drop. She's terrible. Two out of ten. <laughs> Alright, I got one more Bigfoot call, and then we can move on from this topic. I'm I'm just stalling so I don't have to read anything, but it's, it's coming. I'll read. I can do my German accent. Dude, the, I'll read. The Bruno House captured on two accent. consecutive days in October 2013, Bruno, West Virginia. In October 28th, it rained, causing background noise and muffling the vocals. That's, that's Lively story. Bogus? So glad you played that one. That was the one I was thinking of. Man, Man one problem another, I have with those types. Let's enjoy it. Okay, up. I'll listen. I'm sorry. You hear dogs barking. October 29th, the weather is dry. The vocalizer is back and much louder. Knocks. Knocks. 
all yeah, those dogs wow. barking. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I don't even think it could be even a wolf. No, like, no. Uh, yeah, like like at first I was gonna talk shit on this because of the fact that I didn't understand how to read the the graphics they were using, like the graph. Oh. And also, well, like that what? and... You're going to talk shit because you didn't understand? No, 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 I was talking shit because, like, that is a graph I'm not familiar with, as well as they were saying what this is all recorded. What do you think? Hang, on, hang on, meter, they were also... Jesus Christ, they were also recording during the rain, so I was like, this might just be completely fake, but then since they did it when it's not fake, like, that does sound like a knock, that does sound like a howl. That does sound like another little howl, then a knock, and then a response. Like that sounds languagey. I think the dogs are very telling too. Like those dogs, yeah, are pissed yeah, off. because they're they're hearing something as well. This isn't like something that's they're just like adding adding in in post. Yeah. You know, yeah. okay. the dogs are reacting. I was saying something good, not something bad, Matt. Thanks, Jerry. Let's finish this video. Final vocals a short time later that day. Oh shit! I forgot about that last one. The female sounds like clips were captured much, on cell phone kid. video and posted to Facebook by a Bruno, West Virginia resident, given to the BFRO. Yeah, I I think these are the types of uh, of sounds that I I find very believable because I don't know what could make that sound. I don't think a human could make that sound. I don't know if you could get some piece of machinery to make that sound and have it distorted no. enough uh, so you couldn't tell. No, I, yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. Well, I've, I've Nothing that you're heard. using in the woods is going to be machinery that can make a noise like that unless it's, like, malfunctioning really bad. And if it's raining, then no. My no. first thought was what it is, and, you know, ape, the great apes are closer to our vocal range than most animals are, other than, like, parrots or crows or some other thing. And the... I wish I could hear the, or I wish I knew the decibel rating of that because something that would make a noise like that has to be over four to five hundred pounds. Easily, I think it's, I think it's on the graph actually. Hmm. Well, because something that big and bears don't make noises like that. Bears make like growls wow. that are only audible like two miles tops. But this sounds like it could be like ten, maybe even. Hmm. But in woods can resonate and they can no, carry sound. But anyway, what I was gonna say, very like, uh, guttural. Yeah, very guttural. Uh, it is this this like I said, this came from something that's at least four to five hundred pounds easily. A moose? Yeah. Are there no mooses? no moose don't sound like that? No, no moose no, have a high and, and yeah. there's not really moose in fucking Virginia. That's no. true, but like a moose, yeah. a moose like, like a on this moose like... on this little passage in its nasal cavity to help make noises, and they 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 sound more squeaky than guttural. Yeah, well, like also there's you know. Those don't sound animal-like, as far as... By animal-like, I mean, like, regular animals. Like, it sounds like something in between. There's, like... It sounds like something different, especially with the knocking involved. Like, yes, yeah. birds make noise. Bird, woodpeckers, for I, instance. You can hear them knocking and stuff on the... I feel... Yeah. I, I, I feel like maybe a human can... May, not exactly as perfect as this, 
But like, let's say you got Shaquille O'Neal, a very like a motherfucker no, like that. I disagree. Oh, oh and he, well, like it's on, not it's on, not going to sound like this, but he. I'm not going to disagree. Try to mimic this it. Been faked. Like that's what I'm saying in the no, like, I, As far I don't as think this is fake. Them. I'm not saying this is fake, but I'm saying like if you got a very large man to do like a very guttural thing, it's not going to sound exactly like this at all. I don't think so. Sorry. It, it could it could maybe kind of sound like a baby version of this, maybe. Well, that's what I was going to say a second ago. Like, the reason that I feel that this came from something that's, like I said, between four and 500 pounds yeah. is yeah. because if you listen to the resonance coming out of its throat, like, cows, cows are very heavy animals. And if you listen to a cow moo, you can hear the resonance in its throat. And something that made that noise like that, unless it was completely tampered with, where somebody was, like, uh, lowering the bass on that volume, then that had to have been an animal that was very, very big. So no people, 100%. So that's why this, this is probably the most compelling evidence I've heard when it comes to Bigfoot vocalizations. And I'll just stop right there. And I'm willing to add to that. I completely agree. Because of things like the... Like, obviously, this is all just audio we're hearing it could have been manipulated or whatever but there, there would have to be a lot of work put in to manipulate like yeah. specifically in this uh scene yakov's got on the screen right now i believe where it's got the wood knock oh, and the go. double wood knock you can see specifically the two wood knocks right there that's what i was gonna say okay like, and <laughs> and like that is not like like somebody would either have to be very committed to just Spewing disinformation into the Bigfoot community, so say to speak. Those those wood knocks to me—they didn't even sound like wood knocks as we can, we think of it as like hitting a tree for the resonance. It sounded like knocking a fucking tree over, to be honest. Yeah, that's that was what really I was. Loud. That's kind of what I was about to say. Um, you would have to lower the bass and the volume of everything, and what you would have to do to create a wood knock like that, you would have to take like a really thick piece of balsa wood and smack it against a tree because that's like one of the lightest. It, it just it, it wouldn't work any other way. So I I do feel like this is legit of some sort. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, wake up. But yeah, I think this is some fairly compelling evidence. Yeah, cool. of, I'm with that. Of of Bigfoot, honestly, even though I don't trust graphs. And now this, this is isn't a graph, a graph theory. It is. It's showing the 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 fucking pictures on a graph and oh doing God. some graph stuff. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't I just can't. believe it. I just don't believe it. With that, face. I am out of Bigfoot content. So, um, I got lots of other content. Matt, was there oh anywhere God. you wanted to go? We could talk about mountains. We could talk uh, a little bit about some... maybe the sheep man, the sheep squatch. The sheep yeah, that's squatch. what I meant. Tell me about the well, um, I've heard of them. I want to know more. What about that video I sent you as well? We can do that yeah, too. That's we'll, do that. we'll do that Let's after do that. Yeah. Sheep Squatch. Um, sheep Squatch. So Sheep Squatch is really neat. Uh, that was the first thing I thought of because I was trying to think of something off the wall. Um, let me let me bring up this article. Oh, fuck, boys. I got to go. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm Jerry. Sorry, this oh, was fun. Man. Hopefully I'll be on next week. Yeah! I love this. fellas. Bye. Bye, then. Do you remember when we were talking about uh, when we were first getting into the Bigfoot stuff? They said it looked like a large brown creature. Yeah, yeah. The so first Sheepsquatch had like a a brown fur coat. It was like the first report. Yeah. So Sheepsquatch, also known as the white thing, 
is a woolly-haired cryptid reported across numerous counties in West Virginia, predominantly between the southwest region of the state. Um, so it's described as being a quadruped about the size of a bear with entirely white wool-like fur. Um, it has a long and pointed head, similar to a dog, but with long saber-like teeth and a single Demon. pint set of horns. Demon. I, I know, yeah. Not dissimilar from those found on a young goat. <clears throat> it's forelimbs and in paw-like hands, similar to those of a raccoon but larger, while its tail is long and hairless like that of an opossum. It is reputed to smell like sulfur, which has been attributed through folklore oh, to the wow. beast being Demon. born within Brimstone. the TNT... I know, I know. Yeah, I know, right? With the beast being born within the TNT area of Mason County, like one of the Mothman theories. Though this is not likely, and instead may be a musk scent gland similar to those found in many species in the order Carnivora, such as weasels and skunks. So, in, uh, you guys got any, I know you guys were just saying some stuff, but well, you got any I, thoughts? I got, before we go into the demon thing, which yeah. is fine, I, um, well, actually, Flame, do you got, do you want to say anything about how it's a demon? Feel free. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say like some of these cryptids in um in Appalachia are going to be demonic. Uh, that's just that? my that's just my belief. Uh, like the Appalachian area has a long history with the occult. Um, oh, a yeah. lot of, uh, some people don't may not realize that. Well, it even amalgamated like, uh, with like the Christian beliefs in a lot of ways. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like it, um, like where Pentecostals I, came from. Not exactly. Uh, no, uh, but okay. like you, you do have a unique brand of American magic coming from this area. Coming There's a, from a the, grimoire the called Powwow, I believe. If you look at it, I don't, I don't know. It's called Powwow. Yeah. But it's it's a list of spells and like ingredients for spells and tinctures and stuff yeah. like from the Appalachians. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. The so the German, uh, the German uh, immigrants that came to this area even created their own magic, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch magic, which is mm -hmm. very uh, Christian focused, but um, very like, Germanic they, they have, too. Yeah, yeah, very, very Germanic, uh, mixed with Celtic, which is very weird because, like, we were talking earlier about the, the Celts uh, having the influence in this area, like uh, thousands of years ago. Um, that that's mixed in with the Cherokee uh, magical lore as well. Um, but like, not to veer off too much, but like, uh, like we have, we have a lot of background and everybody in, in this call knows about like the Fae and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you have like really like the Appalachian being a very ancient mountain range, older than uh, other mountain ranges, uh, you're going to have like the, uh, these uh, associations with spirits. So like uh, like your this uh, this sheep squash is I I'm really thinking is a de demonic entity probably a spirit of a nephilim or fae or something of that sort and as well as like other things like salagasser I don't know if you guys heard about the What's salagasser that? as well Tommy yeah. Knockers mm -hmm. mm. that sounds hold on you know what a church grim is. A church grim. So in the early days, when like especially in, like you know Europe and all over, when they were building a holy place, they would take a sacrificial animal and they would place it under the foundation while it was still alive, and it it would, it would die of starvation or when they buried it into the church walls, and it would appear as like a like a black dog or a white dog that protected like the cemetery or whatever. Yeah, the the church grims do that too because it depends like what sac sometimes it's like a person that they sacrifice. It was like during the pagan days, or it could be like a 
Yeah. I, yeah. I was uh, I was thinking like uh also like do you, do you think the Windigo could be considered white things as well? Yeah. Yeah, the curse. Yeah. You know, something that when I was reading that a few minutes ago that I that struck me and I found really interesting is how it mentioned that it could have been birthed from that TNT area and how, yeah, but also, you know, Appalachia, especially in that area with the Virginias, Ohio, I've been uh, muted Kentucky. like an asshole. I'm going to have to see what's up with that in the recording. Fuck me. Oh, well. But um, that's a I skinwalker. Hear. I was saying he, <laughs> I read that whole thing. Like, but what I was gonna say is, like, you know, it's really interesting that that this came from that area, but there's also all those mines. And like Flame was saying earlier, you know, th- the the Smoky Mountains, Appalachia, that's some of the oldest mountains in the world. So they're mining into these extremely old mountains and coming out with these weird demonic cryptids. I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's something to that. Maybe they touched something a, they shouldn't have. Hot take right there. You know, like the the Smoky. Has anybody in here been to the Smoky Mountains before? Oh, me, nigga. I, I used not. to live there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like you know, at nighttime. Oh, and oh then, yeah. And then during the morning, the it the it's probably one of the darkest places it could is. ever be in your life. Like the you cannot see nothing. I work third shift, and when I had to drive home. I would drive probably 10 miles an hour because I live yeah. in the uh, country and you have to drive slow because that fog, it could be yeah. 10 feet tall sometimes, depending on the weather. It's usually only about two feet tall from the ground. Yeah. I accidentally hit a little deer doing that once. Yeah. Didn't hit it, 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 he was okay, but still, that yeah. fog is something you do not fucking mess it is, with. It is the thickest fog and plus with, uh, with the mix of that darkness that's up there. Mm-hmm. Like they, these are the the thickest tr- woods too. Like there, some of these woods, like I'm pretty sure sunlight does not touch the ground in some of these places. Like yeah. it, the 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 foliage is so thick that it, I'm pretty sure like it, you think it's nighttime in some of these places if you go. It would have to be woods. like eight thirty nine o'clock sometimes before you would actually it would be completely light out. Like it was it was wild. Yeah. Very, yeah. very beautiful place to live. Highly recommend. So I, I want to summarize this white things thing. So I'm going to go on a little more about this. Uh, what I had said is that they, they take the form of animals. There's often many different animals, wolves, bears, cows, huge badgers, always with white shaggy hair. But they, they so they have many forms and they're seen running on two legs. And the one thing that I definitely think of that has those traits is a skinwalker. That's kind of where I'm at with mm-hmm. it. There's even talk yeah. about having too many legs. And that brings up like creepy pastas about the flesh gate. But then... Another form that's taken, we we'll go back to the TNT area with uh, a, a report of one flying, one of these white creatures, one of these white shaggy animal creatures. A mysterious white creature was seen in July 1973 in the TNT area of Point Pleasant, the epicenter of the Mothman sightings during the 1966 to 1967 wave. This creature, however, looked nothing like the original Mothman. In 1994, a 28-year-old man said that he was seven years old at the time. He was riding in a car with members of his family. The witness described the thing as mostly white, no wings with real thick shaggy hair. No face was seen, but the head was about three feet wide. The creature apparently appeared suddenly suddenly alongside the car and floated through the air, following them for a few moments, about 65 miles an hour. 
So that's going very, wow. very fast. That's a huge creature. That's, His head was three feet wide. Weird. Yeah, what? that sounds exactly like the Mothman. Like word from word, the Mothman sighting. Well, so they, just different character. Different, it just didn't have weights. Yeah, it's the same story as as one yeah. of the sightings. Yeah, it is the same story with it flying next to the car without wings flapping silently. That's all from the original reports. Well, we're seeing all these similarities between the white things and Mothman, but I was wondering. I know they can shapeshift, so they're able to Three take feet? on many forms. What? Three fucking feet. That's oh, that's, that's pretty hell yeah. That's like a. Fucking that's what car. I was wondering. Do you think the white things do they have cloacas? Huh. Yeah, most no. definitely. If they could take they any have shape, red rockets. They have, they have red rockets tucked in their cloaca, bro. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Gotta do another they, drink now. They cream pie themselves. <laughs> the white things are cream pieing Mothman. That's true. Hell oh, my yeah. gosh. All right, so let's, let's go to They're Cherokee. They're breaking Mothman. <laughs> white things in Cherokee mythology. In Cherokee lore, the sudden appearance of a white wolf heralds a magic premature death. Now, this is very, very common, this wolf, or the, the the dog thing. In Europe, mm-hmm. you have the black dogs. <clears throat> I think that ties into what Maddie was saying. Was that Shuck. Okay? Yeah, the church groom shuck. and shucks. Black shuck. The, the black shuck showed up at a church and basically ripped the thing down, tore it apart, killed a bunch of people. It was a giant black hound or something like that. Um, in, in South America... They have their own idea of this, where where you see a dog as an omen, and it's it's a strange dog. It's got horns and it's got hooves. Otherwise, it's a dog, and people see him coming home drunk from the bar. And the white dog will guide you home, and the black one is an omen of your impending death. So it's very interesting to see this in Cherokee <laughs> lore as well. So the sudden appearance of a white wolf heralds a magic premature death. Over time, the white wolf became a white dog in Appalachian lore. The dog is large and powerful in build, a handsome creature despite hair that is somewhat matted and un- unkempt. The dog shows up in roads, follows people's, people home, and sits at a distance from the dwelling, as though waiting for someone. The white dog does indeed wait, not for a friend or lost owner, but for a death. It is always seen by the person who is about to die, and sometimes by others who are close to the person. The dog is invisible to others. Once the white dog appears, the person is marked for death and dies tragically within a few days or two weeks. Oh. Um, yeah, you know, like, uh, re- recently I've been uh, diving into, like, um, other, like, esoteric occult, like, magics and stuff. And, like, you're bringing up the dog thing. And I can't, I cannot help uh, to think about, like, in this Kabbalah tradition that they have. Uh, di- different uh, like heavens, and then the, like they have different hells, and then the aborted worlds, and all this stuff. Uh, you like they had there is a plane of hell where the inhabitants are dog faced demons. Yeah. Like yeah, so like that's I I'm the like Greeks in my head. Yeah, so I'm like wow, like they these could be like maybe these these uh. These familiars coming from this plane of existence. I think um, it's completely fascinating that all these different cultures all over the planet have myths of the same things to it, an extent. I, I at this point I don't believe in uh, like uh, coincidences. Sus? Like it's all synchronicity. Huh? Sorry, sus. You said sus. Uh, sus. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really believe sus. it. Yeah, it's it's real sus, man. I'm like, sorry, I, I'm sorry. But everything's like uh, synchronicity right now. Like really is yeah well i got a little more on some dogs from appalachia the hellhound in appalachia 
Now, the Hellhound, it, it has roots, just like all of these traditions in, well, in Europe, basically. That's where they get their tradition from. Maybe some of this Cherokee influence, whatever. But the Hellhound is, uh, it's from like, the idea is from like Cerberus, they say, from mythology. The, 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 the dog who guards hell with like three heads. But in Appalachia, a different breed of Hellhound is thought to roam, mostly in Kentucky. It is said to have blackish blue fur a mane running halfway down its back and large paws that look strikingly similar to a black bear's front paws. It does not seem to have much relation to religion, but rather called the Kentucky Hellhound, likely because it wreaks havoc on livestock. Well, here's a here's a uh, story that's not about livestock, and it's very similar to some of the stuff I've just read previously. This is from Sammy Terry from Hazard, Kentucky, and the story is from the early 1930s. Uh, my Aunt Zella, who was really religious, had no reason to make this up, told me of this time when she was just a little girl of about six years old. They were a poor coal mining family living in the hills of K- Kentucky in a small home with an outhouse in the backyard. There was this one time late at night or early in the morning when she woke up needing to potty. She walked through the living room to get to the kitchen uh, back door, and in the main room in front of the fireplace lying there was what she thought was a dog. The dog watched her as she hurried across the room to go out. This only startled her at first because they didn't have a house dog. Thinking she just imagined it in the dim light, she finished her potty and this time slowly walked through so she might see it better. Well, she she then wished she hadn't. The dog was still there in front of the fireplace that wasn't lit. She said its body looked like a hound or something like that, but its face was almost human-like and it had what she thought might be small horns on its forehead above its eyes. It did have a long dog-like snout that she swears was grinning at her with its long fangs showing while its devil-like tail was slowly wagging. She was paralyzed with fear until she let out a scream and was finally able to run back to bed, which she had to share with her younger brothers. She tried to wake them, but they wouldn't wake up. She stayed under the covers between the, between the two and finally fell back to sleep. Many days later, she told them about it, and of course they laughed and said she just had a bad dream. After all, she was only about six or seven years old when it happened, and it was hard for her to explain it with that much detail at that age. But she swore that it was real, and she could never forget what she saw that night. It was a long time before she would go to the outhouse at night by herself again, and she never pooped again. Ever. Uh. So, um, now it's, you it, know, before, it goes right back to, to flames, the, like a bad omen, the dog you see is an omen, but it also goes to what flame is talking about, like the dog faced humans in hell. Yeah. I mean, go there on. could be some overlap, but, uh, yeah. you, until you read that story, I was just going to say maybe an emaciated bear. But now that you say that, I'm just like, I, oh. I don't know. Like bears, bear, bears have a very like distinct snout. I mean, yeah. I guess to the untrained That's true. eye. If you got a bear in your house, you got like other problems. There's nothing. (laughs) You got issues though. There's a problem. (laughs) Well, if you got got a bear in your house, happy Pride Month. (laughs) Yeah. Let's uh, let's keep this cryptid thing going, and I'm gonna get to your video flame as soon as I'm done. I got the way I fucking wrote my notes. Everything fucking segues into the next thing, so I got to keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. The Dueo is another creature I heard about. In my studies about the Appalachian region, it is reported to be a mammalian biped with features similar to a wolf, but the stance and stature of a human. The sightings of the Dewayo are primarily reported in West Middleton, Maryland, but sightings have also been reported in Wolfsville, Maryland region. I don't know if this is actually Appalachia, but it it goes into some. It definitely ties into it. 
I trust me, trust me. One of the first to give a detailed description came from a man who wanted to remain anonymous and told his story to the local papers under the name John Becker. Becker claimed that in 1965, the creature attacked him and looked like a large wolf, but walked like a man. So it, it's almost like a skinwalker thing, but like very werewolf-esque. They don't say anything about changing. It's just like, this is this is the way it is. Maybe it's like a dog man. Yeah. So the Dewayo and the Snallygaster have reportedly had a vicious encounter Vicious encounters dating back to early settlements in Middleton Val- Middletown Val- Valley. So apparently there is like a a kaiju rivalry, a monster rivalry going on here. Oh, Ooh. so they fight each other. They do oh, yokai battles. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I don't want to. I'm going to go into the Snallygaster next. So let's hold on that. The Duayo appears to have been a response to the fear of the notorious Schnellergeist, which was the early uh, German term for the Snallygaster. I think Schnellergeist, and I'm going to read this next. I don't even know why I'm thinking about it. I think it means quick spirit. It does. The, the Dutch settlers feared the Snallygaster and looked to the Dewayo as sort of a protection against it, even hmm. went so far as to put up hex signs on barn doors. These signs supposedly marked the Dewayo and kept the Snallygaster away like a mongoose would a snake. I like that analogy. So let's go on to the Snallygaster. It is a mythical. Can I do this one? Yeah, yeah. Feel free. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. I just, I, I'm really, you, you nailed uh, Schnellergeist very well, and I appreciate that. It was good. Because it means uh, quick spirit, essentially. Um, anyway, <clears throat> the Snallygaster is a mythical dragon-like beast said to inhabit the hills surrounding Washington and Frederick counties, Maryland. The area was settled by German immigrants beginning in the 1730s. Early accounts describe the community being terrorized by a monster called the Schnellergeist, meaning quick spirit in German. Hey, I was right, see? The earliest incarnations mixed the half-bird features of a siren with the nightmares features of demons and ghouls. The Snallygaster was described as half-reptile, half-bird with a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp teeth, occasionally with octopus-like tentacles. It swoops silently from the sky to pick up and carry off its victims. The earliest stories claim that this monster sucked the blood of its victims. Many such cases, am I right? Well, we do keep getting shades of like chupacabra. There, there has that's been like, you know, sprinkled throughout this. I think we said the same thing with white things. Is that they, they yeah. s- sometimes the corpses of animals are found without blood. Here's an interesting one: <clears throat> seven pointed stars, which reputedly kept the Snallygaster at bay, can still be seen painted on local barns. It has been suggested the legend was resurrected in 19th century to frighten freed slaves. Of course. Newspaper accounts throughout February and March. Just to break them bucks. You put the fucking that was that was the mark the buck breaking uh, barn. Instead of uh, mark of the beast, it's mark of the break. That's it. Mark of the buck. Mark, mark the of the buck. buck. <laughs> Newspaper accounts throughout February and March 1909 describe encounters between local residents and a beast with enormous wings, a pointed bill. Claws like steel hooks and an eye in the center of its forehead. I, I hate to cut in here, but is Mark of the Buck, is that the new Star Wars character? <laughs> Come on, like Jabba the Hutt? It's funny. Ah, Mark of the Buck, Jabba the Hutt, many such God, cases. God, I tried, I tried. Go on. I thought it was good. Um, it was described as making screeches like a locomotive whistle. So something before I finish this that is kind of like uh, j- jogging my noggin is this kind of sounds like a uh, Maryland or Appalachian version of Yakov, finish it for me. The Thunderbird? Uh, I was going to say the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. <laughs> you could say that. I don't know. Yeah, that's there. This, it, 
And to me, what what throws me off, like I couldn't even find a decent picture of this thing. Like, there's you can't even fucking find one. They're goofy as shit. They look like pterodactyls from like Metal Gear Solid or something. That's mm. that's like what I think when I look at it. It's like black, like just black metal. Everything's like sleek. It looks like a fucking anime villain or something. But yeah, I I, I can see that. I and mean, most most of the time, I'll shit on like regional cryptids, like your fucking goat man, your this, your bunny man, this, your that. It feels like the Jersey Devil to me. This has enough character of its own and enough backstory of its own mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like a ripoff of that to me at all. But I can't really make heads or tails of this because there's no good image of it. You can't even you can't even think of a good image of it. Well, I'm not necessarily saying a ripoff. I'm saying it's very similar and it's like it's it's very interesting how close those two areas are together to where they had maybe similar appearances. Maybe. And the, anyway. the, the time period makes sense. I think 1909, there was a spat of Jersey devil sightings uh, in Jersey, obviously up into Philly. There you go. Into Delaware. So yeah. Oh, I forgot that was a state. Holy shit. <laughs> so uh, wow. yeah, I, I questioned where I, I don't know. I'm looking up a uh, Snallygaster and like on Google images, and I'm seeing some pretty, uh, some straight-up H.P. Lovecraft-looking shit. That's the thing. They look yeah. ridiculous. They don't look yeah. like something that could possibly exist. There's nothing that's, that's I, like, okay, that, that could be something that's... I that's mean, a thing. I, I, think, I think maybe, like, going back uh, to to what the, germ, the German uh, people were saying back then, they're, they're probably... The, whatever picture you're seeing in the woodcut is probably maybe what they say they saw. So if you if you're looking at like the woodcuts that they're make uh the in the pictures maybe maybe that's probably the closest that's, thing that's kind of what I'm getting that's at, my I guess, guess is that like now Maddie says he's finding the Lovecraft stuff that's because a lot of these images have it with a fucking Cthulhu face which is like mm-hmm. it's like ridiculous it's it it either yeah. is like demonic paranormal or it doesn't exist you know like it's there's no like this is like a real creature at any point so the images are almost like. It's almost like the 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 attributes are supposed to represent other things. They're rep- supposed to represent like metaphysical things, and then like over generations, it's just been, just been turned into this like stupid looking thing because they didn't know how to translate any of these attributes. They they took everything literally. Like no, it doesn't have a squid face. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, and like I I'm, I just I, I googled image a little bit, and lots of them are making it kind of look like a griffin with a eye in its forehead. Yeah, I've seen pictures of uh, one-eyed ones, like or like it has a head of a bird. I think the one-eyed would be fucking freaky to see. I'm liking uh, what it looks like Fallout 76 did with it. It doesn't look at anything we just mentioned. That's pretty cool. That one looks fucking weird as hell. It has human teeth. Oh, that freaky oh, one. Yeah. It's got the stereotypical redneck teeth. But anyway, I'll, I'll finish up. There's only one more sentence. <clears throat> a great deal of publicity surrounded the string of appearances with the Smithsonian Institute offering a reward for its hide. I like this part. U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt reportedly considered postponing an African safari to personally hunt the beast. And, I mean, that's a pretty big thing, honestly, because that guy was, like, you know, down to hunt whatever. Down to break us. He's going to break those bucks. (laughs) So, um... Flame, tell me what you were you were saying earlier. You were talking about how you think uh, the most uh, interesting aspect of Appalachia is the people. Well, uh, yeah, what I was saying is that uh, uh, with the people, um, starting with, I would say, 
I don't even know where to begin with this because, like, while I was doing research for this episode, I was uh, coming across uh, the Cherokee legends, um, how uh, supposedly the Celtic people came to America's way before Christopher Columbus. Um, they apparently they left artifacts, like I'm talking about, like petroglyphs and stuff like that. Uh, these Celtic people interacted with the Cherokee people, uh, left petroglyphs. I guess there was a exchange of knowledge, and uh, they eventually um, the these uh, Celtic people uh, integrated with uh, the Cherokee or the Native Americans in this area. Uh, you have the story of Saint Brendan, uh, the Celtic uh, monk who came to America. He he interacted with um, the the Cherokee people, and now mind you, this is like way before Christopher Columbus. Uh, and you know the the story behind Saint Brendan is that like he was looking for High Brazil. Yeah. We all remember the the Celtic legend of High Brazil. He was looking for high Brazil, and instead of that, he found America, which uh, which is or some shit. It's high Brazil. Yeah, high Brazil was supposedly an island off the uh, western coast of Ireland, between Ireland and Iceland. Yeah, it it was basically the blessed land, as they they called it. It was the land where uh, their ancestors would go off to after they uh, after they died. This pre-Christian belief. and so, like he he went off and looked for this land, and he found the 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 Americas. Um, they they have uh, petroglyphs of um, of old Celtic. Um, what was it like you you could go to North Carolina and see these petroglyphs, um, and they have old Celtic Olgram uh, inscribed on these uh, on these rocks. Uh, along with um, Cherokee uh, symbols and all this stuff, so it, it, it is it is a mystery. Now, a, a lot of people don't, you know, like Hold we on. have Celtic Olgram. How do you spell that? Um, it's Olgram. O G A M. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Olgram. I thought you said Olgram because that was no. I'm, I'm probably pronoun- I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Fair enough. But, fair um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So like they they have these this old Celtic language on rocks uh here in the americas way before christopher columbus so like the you're just like what the fuck's going on here uh saying like that did their adventures lead off to um to folklore like i showed a video earlier on the on the discord where we had uh them talking about the moon-eyed people right now let's do that right now yeah yeah dive into that really interested Fort Mountain State Park in Chatsworth, Georgia is set to have one of the most beautiful views around. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, at 2,800 feet, from time to time you find yourself in a cloud. But don't worry while you're waiting for the sun to break through. There are plenty of other things to explore, including the history. That's alone a reason to come here. You can learn about the Cherokee Indians, the CCC, and the legend of the moon-eyed people. A lot of the features were built in the 1930s by the... I don't know what he means by that. They dammed one of the streams to create a 17-acre lake. They also built some picnic shelters, campsites, cottages. Wow, uh, this is staggering. You're telling me 
that the the ancient Celtics built this fucking Ford four by four. Yeah, and this they built that airstream right it's there. Yeah. Simply to staggering. be fair, to be fair, I know lots of uh, what are those people in Ireland called that are always doing the caravan bit? Uh, Gypsies, I don't know. Pikes. Oh, pikies, yeah, pikies. Yeah. So it, America was colonized by pikies. Pikes. Makes a lot uh, of sense. Uh, those campsites still. Um, exist today in a different form. Hikers, mountain bikers, and horseback riders will find some of the most beautiful trails in Georgia winding through these hardwood forests. Around every turn, there it's a big seems butt. to be some sort of surprising Hitty. element to it's enjoy, be it natural <laughs> or man-made. The Civilian Conservation Corps built a fire tower on the summit in 1935. In 1971, the uh, top of the tower actually burned down and it kind of remained in that condition until about 2015 when the uh, Department of Natural Resources took on a project to restore the towers. A lot of the trails here seem to have their fair share of rocky terrain, but it is in fact the rocks that gave this place state protection. Fort Mountain State Park was actually designed to preserve this mysterious 855 foot long rock wall. No one knows exactly the reason behind its existence, some say Native Americans built it for protection against invaders. Others suggest it was some Shit. sort of temple or housing for a mysterious group known as the Moon-Eyed People. The legend says that the uh, Moon-Eyed People were fair-skinned, uh, had blonde hair, blue eyes. Some of the accounts say that they uh, couldn't see well during the day, so maybe they're uh, more nocturnal. There are 18th century books written describing these moon-eyed people. It was said eventually that the Native Americans forced them either west or underground in various other parts of the Appalachian region. But where did they come from? There's even a legend of go? a Welsh prince in the 12th century who uh, was said to come up to Mobile, Alabama and make his way up the Mississippi and possibly coming into the as Cherry's ancestor. And, uh, he was never heard of <laughs> again, but maybe that would connect the Moon-Eyed people to the story where maybe we call, you know, a European appearance more so than we know the Cherokee or Creek people would appear. Shrouded by cloud or mystery, Fort Mountain is a great destination for hiking and history lessons alike. It's almost like there's a historic site located within the state park because you have the history of the CCC and the park, you have the ancient stone wall here, and then on top of that you have all the recreation. And then I don't care about recreation. Um, yeah, so one thing that strikes me is like the notion that they couldn't see well um, like during the day that their eyes weren't made for it. Now that could be like they just had bigger eyes so that was like that was like they they're, they were just being racist towards the yeah. white man or something. That's possible. <laughs> yeah. But My um, thing, it reminds, I, I don't know. It reminds me of the uh, reminds me of those, like those green children. Who, mm -hmm. I, I yeah. Say, yeah. Oh, the like children from uh, Island of Martin. Yes, because they, they were said, they were said like to walk have walked out of a tunnel underground, and where they were from, there wasn't as much sunlight, so they they had to adjust to daylight. And then in this story, they said that they drove the moon-eyed people underground. So yeah, well, something that check. was was striking me is like if we're going like he was trying to uh, say a second ago that they may have been more European in appearance, and if what Flame said was an actual thing that happened, 
say they were from Ireland, and Ireland is a place where it rains a lot. And I'm not saying that in, you know, Georgia it doesn't rain, but it's a completely different area. It's probably, other than temperature-wise, it's very close to certain parts of Europe. But at the same time, I was going to go the route of allergies rather than sunlight. Because mm. if Europeans, when Europeans first came to the Americas, they encountered new diseases, new, you know, things they could be allergic to. So maybe it could be something to do with allergies. I'm that just was, spitballing because uh, I, I, I have really bad allergies what? right now. I, me too. Me too. But think about it. Seriously, think about it. That I, yeah. I'm being able to see. Yeah, that'd, I'd be. That, that's that would suck living back then and having allergies. Especially you if you had like those those um, frontal lobe tension headaches. Yeah, yeah, man. So like, uh, so we see this video of like uh, supposedly they're they're talking about Europeans or uh, stuff like that, um, and we have the the petroglyphs. Like, there's two petroglyphs. We have. Um, uh, the the rock of Chukala, and then we have the another rock is um the the red bird rock. Now the red bird rock is very interesting because there's a lot of speculation that there are multiple pre-Columbian uh, civilizations that um, contributed to this one rock because there's not just only Cherokee symbols on it. There's uh Olgrim. Uh, am I saying that right? Olgum. Olgum, uh, the, the Celtic shit on the fucking Agram? rock, too. Ogrum. Yeah, so you got the Celtic shit on the rock. You got the Cherokee shit on the rock. You have uh, pentagrams, pentacults, which, are, which is very uh, interesting, on, on the rock as well. And uh, basically other symbols that uh, other people can't really identify that aren't either um, claimed by the Cherokee or the Celtic. Um, and then the the rock of chukala now this is another rock that uh some people are speculating is a star map suggesting that the that um they're saying that the cherokee didn't didn't make this rock that it was another um culture that predated the cherokee that made this rock and then that they had a sophisticated knowledge of astrology and astronomy that they were able to make this star map now, the reason why it's called the Rock of Chukala is because uh, um, apparently on the on the rock is a handprint as uh, that has seven fingers. Now, oh, where now where does that does that like ring any bells? Like seven what fingers, kind of thing? No, that's, yeah, that's more than Nephilim. Yeah, that which is yeah yeah the, because we're fingers. used to six. Yeah, but this is seven fingers. What's up with that? And they say that's the hand of Chukala. Um, so, and apparently Chukala used to fucking harass the Cherokees back in the day when he was a living, breathing thing. Eventually he died and became a uh, spirit of their hunters. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that's some crazy shit right there. So, What's this called? Chukala. Yeah, Chukala. Good luck spelling. Okay, Have fun. So, no, yeah. let's, talk about, let's talk about Randall Lee Smith. A man born June 29th, 1953, died May 10th, 2008. He was a convicted murderer from Parisburg, something like that, Virginia. 
He pleaded guilty to two counts of second-degree murder in the deaths of Robert Mountford Jr. and Laura Susan Ramsey, who were killed while hiking the Appalachian Trail in May 1981. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison, but was released in 1996 on mandatory parole after serving 15 years. Both Smith's sentences and his early release were met with anger by the victims' families, as well as the hiking community. Hikers protested outside the courtroom the day after his sentencing. And a spokesman for the Appalachian Trail Conference said Smith is the first person convicted of murdering a hiker who has had the opportunity to leave prison. His probation ended in 2006. Well, on May 6, 2008, Smith attempted to kill two fishermen less than two miles from the site of the 1981 murders. He befriended the two fishermen, who shared their dinner with Smith, before Smith opened fire on them without warning. Both men were shot twice, but survived. Smith was arrested that day after attempting to escape in one of the victim's trucks and subsequently crashing. He died in jail four days later as a result of injuries sustained in that crash. Just imagine someone, someone who has such urges like that to not only kill people in the fucking woods and like you probably got away with it before motherfucker like that's why you're so willing to do yeah. it yeah like, go away for <laughs> it and then to like yeah so be like, oh man i just paid my debt to society and just go that, that, and do it again that's it just that's lets one you thing. know like, there's people out there in the woods like you got to be ready yeah I, I was about to say that like uh that's crazy you say that um that happened a long time ago uh it, it's i was almost thinking in my head like this phenomenon of the Appalachian Trail where there's banditry going on today. I thought that was a recent occurrence, but no, may, maybe no, not. No, these places, because I live in the Pine Barrens, and it's a very similar yeah. thing. There's not much agriculture, and there is some agriculture out here, but like it's hard to just like to, to go set up a homestead out in the Pine Barrens. There's not much to eat. You got like deer or like yeah. rodents, and that's like it. There's nothing else to eat out here. So, like, this is where people from the city, from Atlantic City, from Philadelphia, when they were on the run from the law, they would come out to the Pine Barrens. And it's even known now as, like, where shady people live. I mean, even though it's not so much these days. I'm sure if you go out far enough, there is. But they're known for people who are trying to stay off, like, as they're trying to stay away from the grid, away from the law, all of these things. And the Appalachians, I think, from the research I did, has much the same connotation. There's not much farming. Yeah. There's not much opportunity out there. It's a rough terrain. The only reason to be out there is because you don't want to be found. So, like, people who didn't want to be found. And that's one thing about all the Celtic people. There was one point where they were just, like, a minority in America. And, like, you know, they were just a cultural, linguistic minority. And they, they just went somewhere else to segregate themselves. And that's where they yeah. went to get away from society. It was into Appalachia. So, it can kind of be known as, like, a den of thieves. That's kind of, like, the uh, the stereotype that comes with a place like that. Yeah. I mean, you should trust Celts. You got you got to watch out for fucking cryptids, salagasters, demons, whatever you call it. Cryptids, and not only, off, man. Yeah, and then now you got to worry about your fellow man as well. SMH. So let's go from a dickhead in the woods to an absolute bro in the woods. And this could even, I don't know, something about a mysterious wild man in Appalachia. Ooh. Let's check this video out. He might be a bro. A mysterious mountain man who lived for years alone deep in the heart of a Tennessee forest. His only companionship, a loyal pack of dogs he considered to be family. Tonight, Ace. Nick Barris with the amazing story of Tony, known simply as the man in the woods. Some thought Tony lived by himself in the woods. But he was never alone. This is the only family he knew and loved. 
and they would come deep out of the woods from many directions, all to them at once. It was a tremendous sight to be seen. I've never seen anything like it. Before. 31 dogs in the pack. Family to Tony, a mysterious so-called mountain man who lived in the woods of Natchez Trace State Park for the past 16 years, through hot summers and frigid winters. He slept with these dogs. I can, can you imagine how warm he was just piled in with these dogs? Still, those who tried to help Tony knew his health was slipping and he needed to come in from the wild. He agreed, but... This man was not willing to do so until each of these guys was promised a new home. These dogs are more social than the dogs, most of the dogs from the other cases. But look how social they are. That's it, a credit to Tony. It's a credit to Tony. Scotland Hazley is the founder of Animal Rescue Corps. Tony, how many more? Oh my gosh, those are so damn cute. Tony trusted ARC to help, and he did finally agree it was time to go. Here again, Tony calling to his dogs for that final goodbye. He was emotional, he was happy, he was excited. So much so that Tony painted his face in celebration. Take a look at this single black and white photo. He painted his face in celebration. Hell yeah! It's blackface in celebration of the dogs. I did. I was. I was trying to figure out what was going on it's, there. It's half black, like, half white, like, like like Rowdy Roddy Piper at WrestleMania Nine or whatever. It's fucking. It's awesome. Captured his mood. I think every line in his face tells a story, right? So you can see a combination of triumph and sadness all in that same image. White Park Sally. White Park Sally, Brown Park Gang. Tony did not sit down for an interview. He was busy helping to gather the dogs, most healthy, some sick or injured. All were taken to a temporary shelter. I understand this dog here misses him and actually howls about missing him. There's some howling in this room. But Hazley says the dogs will adapt and then be adopted out. Nearly 100% of these dogs are very sweet and want the interaction, want human contact. Look at her. She's just sacked out. Remember that dog with the injured leg? So this is Stormy Blue, and she, um, as you can see, she's missing a leg. ARC had to amputate the limb, but like Tony's other dogs, oh, no. she's now fine. But just look how docile Tripod. she is, look how sweet she is. This care is exactly what Tony wished for his dogs. They'll now end up in loving homes. Tony. As for Tony. Welcome to the team, Tony. <laughs> Watch this. He's thrilled now to be part of the ARC family that helped save his pack. <laughs> He's got a dang tape eater's hoodie. He was a very rich in character individual. He'd be a fan of the show. Nick Barris, News Channel 5. That was that was nice. Oh, uh, oh, that, book of his life. that was easily the most wholesome thing we've ever had on this show. Oh, it was great. I know. It was awesome. That was good. So let's uh we'll finish this up with one more cryptid. Um let's do devil monkeys. Oh, I like those. Devil monkeys. I have not heard of that. They've been seen throughout the American South and Midwest and as far north as Alaska. They've been described as shaggy. Most of the reports I hear do come from the Appalachian area. They're kind of like a south thing of the south but yeah. yeah so they've been described as a shaggy canine-faced baboon-like creature with powerful almost kangaroo-like legs a trait they share with south america's notorious goat sucker the chupacabra other distinguishing traits that, that the devil monkeys are said to bear include three-toed razor-clawed feet tiny pointed ears and a long often bushy tail i think the three toes stands out to me because uh <laughs> ohio's bigfoot the grass man is said to have three mm -hmm. toes so it's another it like monkey-like creature in that general range. That's how I used to buy my weed off. Nice. That's that's how. Yeah. The grace, man. 
The first official devil monkey sighting occurred in 1959, while a couple by the name of Boyd were driving through the mountains near their home in Saltville, Virginia. According to their accounts, an ape-like beast attacked their car, leaving three scratch marks on the vehicle. The Boyd's daughter, Pauline, described the terrifying attacker. It had light, taffy-colored hair, with a white blaze down its neck and underbelly. It stood on two large, well-muscled back legs and had shorter front legs or arms. Boyd went on to describe a second devil monkey encounter that occurred just days later in the same region. Several days after this incident, two nurses from the Saltville area were driving home from work one morning and were attacked by an unknown creature who ripped the, con the convertible top from their car. Luckily, the nurses, those surely frightened out of their wits, were unharmed. In 1973, the famed cryptozoologist and author Lauren Coleman investigated reports of three black, bushy-tailed giant monkeys that were said to have slaughtered livestock in Albany, Kentucky. That sounds racist. Coleman mentioned the event in an interview with Animal Planet. I investigated that case in depth. I interviewed the people who were very sincere. The whole context of devil monkey reports, it seemed extremely sincere. Who the fuck is that? That's Maddie. Shut up. The whole context of the devil monkey reports, it seemed extremely sincere. You have these reports of hairy, monkey-like creatures with tails, very different from Bigfoot. In 1979, there was a spate of reported encounters with a bipedal, monkey-like critter, known as the Bigfoot, which hailed from the rural depths of Georgia. I don't understand what that is talking about exactly. The, uh, talking about, big, calling it Bigfoot, but it's like not actually Bigfoot. I'm confused on that part of the report. That is weird. Let's go on. Um, so yeah, one female eyewitness described it as the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. It had a tail like a beaver's, but it's bushy. Wow. She also claimed it, uh, it bore a face like a dog. These traits are all well known to be devil monkey characteristics. In fact, more than a few eyewitnesses have described these beasts resembling a wild dog at a distance, which suggests that this creature may employ both bipedal and quadrupedal locomotion, which is also th the same thing you hear about Bigfoot. So I'm going to get on screen. Uh, I got a couple images of the devil monkey phenomenon. See what I can do. In time. I'm a slow boy. I have no idea what's going on. You'd think I'd know how to do streams by now, but frankly, I am as fucking dumbfounded and flummoxed as anyone else. Ooh, I haven't heard flummoxed in years. There nice. Go. Got it. Here we have, <clears throat> here we have an image of a sun-baked creature with strange teeth. I don't know what's going on there. Let me enlarge it a little bit so everyone can get a better idea of what's going on. Now you can't tell much from that. It's just a piece of uh, beef jerky, beef jerky from the side of the road. Oh, I'm starving. But look at those teeth. What is does that? I don't know what that's supposed to be. To be honest, looking at this, I would think that this is like a raccoon. It almost has like um like Montauk monster energy going on. When I see it, I'll uh, tell you what I think. We behind. We behind. Well, that's going on. Let's pull up the other image of the roadkill. Yes, that's my favorite. That looks like a kappa. To be honest, it could be. A kappa. Yeah, that's what I thought. Doesn't yeah. it? It does. It, it do. So uh, next to that, I have the image of the roadkill devil monkey. This is one that's been that's floated around uh, with like chupacabra reports. It's the same thing of like this unidentified canine with fucked up fur or whatever. It doesn't look like it has mange. It has a lot of fur. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you can't quite tell what that is. Let me go on with this. So the story. That, uh, uh, sorry, that first image looks like it was shot in the head. Oh, you sure that's not an eye hole? Shot no. in the heart. Unless it's a really disfigured critter. Well, it has been laying there for a long time. It looks like beef. Okay, fair enough. But this one, 
this one yeah the roadkill is it's really interesting to like it's like what could that be other than a dog but it's like how is that a dog i have no idea i see it's his face dog. down there he's a white a eye white eye and a nose a snout and its mouth is open We've been over this. We all see, it's like a ink blot test. We all see different things in that. Yeah, that's one. true. That's true. We have done that before. So the story <clears throat> begins in 1996 about the roadkill one. A woman named Barbara Mullins was driving down a hot and dusty asphalt Louisiana highway called Highway 12. Eventually, she thought she saw some strange creature dead on the side of the road. It was very curious, and she was luckily equipped with a camera, so she decided to pull over. What she found has changed the fate of cryptozoology forever. She described the carcass as being the size of an adult St. Bernard and covered in thick brown hair, which was unusual for its climate. But its most unusual and most uncanine-like feature of all were its ape-like feet extending from its body. Um, it boasted small pointed ears, too. She thought at first the carcass was merely a deceased dog until she noticed the simian-like appearance. So when I look at that, I can definitely see some baboon traits. I don't know how simian I see the feet as. I wish there were better pictures. There are more pictures, but they are not better pictures. The, the front claws look like coon hands. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It has some hands going on, which could be a raccoon, but how does it... Does it, how does does it, it have wings? That? It does not. Does it have uh, a so, so, yeah, so it can't be the little monkey people from, like, the Wizard of Oz. That is kind of what it looks like, yeah. I <laughs> I've always liked the devil monkey phenomenon, the idea that there are other... There's, like, another ape creature in uh in the u.s that's always been very appealing to me i like apes i want more monkeys around it's fucking cool for real there's some monkeys in florida they around they exist they shouldn't Monkey. they have no right to live but yeah they're vibing. skunk ape skunk apes there do be some skunk oh apes. i thought you were talking about doro mm. <laughs> he do he do see there stinking. he goes he stinks Let's leave you with one more one more creepy story from the Apple. Okay. Just as creepy than all of this, as all of this, is an account posted on your personal ghost stories with a witness who says that he had been backpacking along the trail with a group of friends when he would have his unsettling experience. One morning, he says they woke up to the unsettling sound of children's laughter emanating from all around their camp. Odd, considering they were out in the middle of nowhere. As they peered into the early morning mist... They say that a procession of kids suddenly walked by, who asked them what they were doing out there. The baffled witnesses answered that they were hiking the Appalachian Trail, to which the mysterious children cheerfully replied, This isn't the Appalachian Trail, before wandering out of sight. According to them, they could hear children's laughter taunting them from the trees and underbrush for the duration of their hike, although they never saw the children again. Which brings to mind a lot of stories about Faye. And like you were talking about the mist. Like there's Faye stories with the mist where like the mist hits and then like you walk through a dimension and suddenly you're talking to like the, what look like people but aren't quite people and they're in like they're in uh, clothes of the wrong period. They're dressed as if it's the fucking 1700s or something like that. And it, it reminded me of shit like that. I wish you could have found more of that, and I would like to in the future. I would like more face uh, stories from Appalachia. Well, what I was going to say is something that's always really, like, drawn me to uh, the idea of, <clears throat> I don't know what you exactly would call it, maybe imprints on history or something like that. Like how sometimes you'll see somebody that has a completely different period, like, uh, clothing. And I really wish that I could figure out exactly what the phenomenon actually is, but I feel like what it is, is literally just imprints on history. Kind of like if uh, back in the day, you had one of those re-recordable CDs, 
and you played you recorded a, you know a certain amount of songs like 18 songs and then one day you decided to re-record over it and occasionally one of those artifacts pops up and it's not what you recorded because it's been layered over and over and over and over yeah. that's just what i always thought was when you see these people from different periods is they may be just an that's a very interesting theory my i I also have a theory about the Fae is that their their culture and uh, clothing may not really change that much through thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, that they would be the case. Be... You can imagine people with much yeah. longer lifespans. You you know how how like a boomer is so set in his ways. Like he'll never mm-hmm. learn yeah. to use a fucking cell phone. But like if you lived a thousand years, like maybe you would just be like that. It just things would go so much slower because you'd still it's like yeah. the boomers like didn't die and kept living like, hey, that so what you're saying is boomers are spiritual cryptids yeah yes. Dude, so, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying progression would happen much slower yeah. with longer lifespans probably I, I would be lying saying that the the toga drip wouldn't be enticing to get back <laughs> into it that's true so I, haven't, I actually I have, one, I have one more story. Too. And if you haven't noticed, I would not I'm, complain. I'm dying to burn through my notes here so that I can get rid of them forever. But So in May 1972, a hiker saw a ghost from another time. The hiker was walking alone and noticed a heavy ground fog as it had started to surround him. He looked up and saw a person walking with a heavy coat and wide-brimmed hat. The man slowly staggered about, looking at the ground as if he was looking for something he had lost. The man started to walk toward the hiker, still looking down at the ground, so the hiker moved to avoid him. When they were close to each other, the man suddenly looked at the hiker, who instantly became afraid of the man's cloudy, blue eyes that stared straight through him. He was also shocked to realize that the man's clothes all seemed to come from a different period. The hiker tried to say hello, but the man did not respond. After the hiker walked a little distance, he turned back only to discover the man had completely disappeared. That's one thing um, that I think is probably the case with a lot of these Fae sightings is like, I don't think the Fae are supposed to meddle in human affairs and we're not no. supposed to meddle in their affairs. Just like no. our church and our establishment is like, don't fuck with these things. At least they were, I think their church and establishment, whatever that is probably says the same thing. So like they would yeah. try to ignore you. And if anything, try to let you know, you're not welcomed without interacting with you. Well, that would be very, I, I think uh, a good thing to reference is, uh, the, I, I believe the Jin and the Fey are the same thing. There's different. They're just different uh, names for them, and saw from different perspectives of culture. Would you lump them in with uh, maybe yokai as well? Uh, I don't know. Maybe very similar, perhaps. Right? Yeah, yokai. They they got a lot of shit going on there. They're uh, more like, like maybe, they're maybe like spirits of nature. Usually the yokai. Yeah. Not always. Not always. But. Generally. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. The Japanese are very like, well, at least they were until you know they became these city dwelling weirdo incels. Uh, but they're they're still that, like. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, are. the the Fey were probably treated as nature spirits too prior to Christianity, and the Jin. Yeah. Well, they probably I don't know if they were known as the Jin or, but like the Jin we think of is from Islam, and of course like Islam wouldn't worship jinn but that yeah. came from like the the pre-established mythology in the Middle East that might have probably worshiped those people those creatures and that's those, what i'm saying like you know all of these either if they're nature spirits or like cultural or racial spirits like you know they would take on forms that would be you know either pleasing or you know uh non offensive excuse me to Gross. certain ethnic groups you know what i'm saying that's why the jinn bullshit no why? Why? 
Because do you think a Chinese person is there like would would be like that? Chinese to, people don't have so many Japanese people. I'm saying in general, like a different culture. Like you have to think of interpretations uh, is what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying. Like I mean, okay. there's different animals in Japan than there are in Europe or North America, yeah, and yeah. like you know, emulation would be different in different regions. Is what I'm saying. Maybe I'm just like projecting my own idea, but still, that's just what I'm. If you brought that animal to here in America, it'd still be the same, right? A physical animal, yeah, sure. Yeah, We're yeah. talking about interpretations like, of spirits. And, like, the spirits that would be in the Americas would be completely different than something that originated in Japan. Well, let's say, like, there was a um, possessed item uh, that came from Japan that made its way to America. Uh, do, you, do you think that spirit within that possessed item would change its form? No, because it's yeah. Japanese. It, exactly. It's a katana. It, it's, yeah. But I'm talking it, about... North American specific Fey, not like Irish Fey or Scottish Fey or German Fey or Japanese Fey. I, I don't think you can. I for me, you can't really tie geography to a metaphysical plane. Kind of disagree, and I'm only saying uh, that because well, topolo- topological opposite reasoning. They're, well, they're totally I, opposites. The, whatever, one thing is ethereal, one is material. They yeah, they, not, they, like they, they, they would be tied to the land. I don't know that that's true. I mean, I, I want. I wouldn't really say well, yes and no. It, it's kind of like it, like they have their own culture and their own way of life and their own creeds and their own thing. Like we we try to elevate these spirits to a more like I guess like it's, yeah, they are ethereal, but like they the, these things sometimes they're they're more like us in a way, kind of. Like they, they have the emotions and feelings the, and their own Islam, thoughts and all these the, things. They did tie them to kind of listen here, man. Sort of, um, I don't the know. I, I still kind of feel like this is all the same so thing coming through talk. different places. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. fucking talk here. Spirits are intelligent thinking things. If monkey see, monkey do is a thing, then yeah, you're going to have some Japanese spirits that probably wear a fucking kimono or something or uh, like a tiger skin loincloth, yeah. I don't know, like, like you that's see what I'm Tony saying. wearing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, but I think they're just going to be sitting their way or that way. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they would be bound to the land, bound to the culture, bound to yeah. uh, religious sites. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it would be culture at that point. Like yeah. their their culture a... probably either mirror. One thing I think of is like it when ours, a, we're, we're, we influence them. When a, yeah. a conjurer is trying to like bring forth like a spirit or something, like it, it never seems it's never a locality thing. Yeah, it's almost like you, you can interact with these things no matter where you are in the physical plane because even if they have their own physical plane, they are not on your physical plane at all in any way. Well, here That's here's a way I that I can actually put this that'll make a lot of sense. Think of Faye as being on the Fediverse. Uh. Every part of the Fediverse has different people on it, but we are all able to interact. So there you go. I, to me, it's more like it's more like a Twitter user like messaging a Facebook user. You can't really do that. That's not I see what you're saying. Do, but if like I don't know. Whatever. It don't I, I get I get the vibe that I just think that like uh I think Yokai would stay well, in one Japan. Thing you said I think saying. is that they, they kind of show up in an appearance that the people they're appearing to would comprehend. I think that's what you originally had said, and I think I'm agreeing mm-hmm. with you there, ultimately. Yeah. 
But, yeah. but then again, I think those certain spirits would be bound to certain places. Like, you'd have a Japanese guy out in Tennessee. I don't think he'd be seeing, like, a one-footed umbrella yokai out there. He'd be seeing what is topological. Well, I, I also think, that's the thing, yokai get, get a little silly because they get very artistic. There are some artistic liberties taken. But, I mean, you so get what like, I'm saying. I do, yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know. Because okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying, that there's, like, you know, there's, like, this rock that's known for, like, the fae being tied to it. But, like, to me, I don't know that, that that says that they're tied to that land so much as it says, like, there's a fucking portal, bruh. Maybe either not necessarily tied to the land, but tied to religious artifacts. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to spitball here <laughs> maybe. maybe i don't know i don't know I, I we're getting a little fucking ridiculous here we're talking shit with no answers yeah, we're we've come to about the end of the show complete talked conjecture about, talked about appalachia it's pretty fucking i love i miss living there so bad and the fucking girls in appalachia mm, southern girls are the best so probably stream a little after this. If you're not watching live, it's at dlive.tv slash Alive. We do a lot more than, than just the podcast that you hear on yaklebees.com, which are very fine podcasts indeed. Uh, but yeah, we do we do more stuff. We fuck around. And if you want the extra content, show up for the live shows. Um, get on the Fediverse. Just get on the fucking Fediverse. There's many instances. Get for on real. POA.ST. Get on any of them. I'm on the Kiwi Farms instance, kiwifarms.cc slash Alive. I'm at Yakov at kiwifarms.cc, however you go about it. Get on the Fediverse. And I made a, a matrix room, too. It's like a decentralized um, Discord. And for me, it's not that I think anything's imminently happening to my Discord, but I do feel like the walls are closing in on me. Facebook is throttling the shit out of me. I can't get lemons mm -hmm. on, on DLive. I can't post on fucking Twitter. I, just It sucks dick, so I want to be prepared when shit hits the fan. Uh, matrix room 420-24-7. Yeah, that, that's what I picked. Shut the fuck up. It's it's just so I could remember it easily. But it's perfect. It so the, link's, the link's going to be in all the descriptions. Um, fucking show up there. I think that that's all I really have to say right now. Go to yaklebees.com. Mateo? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> I uh, am very pleased that we're finally doing this again. Um, I I really miss doing the fucking uh, like cryptid, spooky, paranormal content. And I'm really glad we're doing this again. So thank you, everyone, that's listening to this. Because for a while, we were out. But now we're back, and we're better than ever, I think. I really do think so. And um, It's a renaissance. It's a renaissance. Yes. Um, so I actually have been talking to uh, Jeremy of Gossip and Grimoires, and my iteration of Extreme Noise Warfare is going to be back. Me and Jeremy, what we're doing is I'm sending him five songs, he's sending me five songs, and then we're going to do a little research, we're going to listen to the music, we're going to watch the videos, we're going to do a little background on each song slash band, and I think that's going to be the best way to go about that, especially so we don't get, like, DC'd and, like, uh, subpoenaed and sued by, like, Warner Brothers or something, because we're not actually going to play music. Yeah, I it's possible, I don't know, they could do, I don't know how it works exactly, but maybe 30 second bits or something, like, I don't, I don't know, but I do think that's a good idea. We'll figure it out. And it's going to be me and Jeremy rather than uh, I tried it with uh, me and Jerry, but uh, he's way too chaotic <laughs> and it just didn't work out. That's he true. kept playing the same song over and over. And I'm just like, guys, stop. But uh, other than that, like Yakov said, get on the fucking Fediverse. The Fediverse is so fucking fun. It's the best free speech. All of our guys that you've been following on Twitter are on there, probably like 80% of them at least. Um, if you know, you want to just like shit post all day, whatever you want to say, whatever you want. It's good. 
join the Fediverse. I'm on the Fediverse. Uh, I'm on the post instance um, at Distolero, at D-I-S-T-O-L-E-R-O, Distolero. That's where I am. You can always find me here. You can find me on various other things. I'm on the Postman with Cash. That's a good show. Other than that, uh, I will hand it off to Flame. All right, y'all can follow me at Flame Upon Herb on Twitter and Noble Raider on Instagram. I'm Go trying to revamp. Yeah, I'm, I keep on saying I'm going to get on there. One of these days, I'm going to get on. <laughs> as soon as but, this is over, just do it. I trust, trust me, it's uh, fucking worth it. I got to drive after this. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get on there, and we're going to have a good time. But uh, I'm trying to revamp my Instagram, trying to get back into the graphic art shit, so uh, stay posted for uh, new content. Maddie, it's would good you like, for the eyes. Would you like to say anything? I keep putting you on the spotlights. That's the thing. When you're on a podcast, you should always have a funny thing to say in the beginning and the end. And if you have that, then everything else is on lockdown. Works. Podcast tips. Really? Out there. Really I got cool. something real fucking funny for you. Hit me. All right. You hear about the scarecrow who won an award? No. He was outstanding in his field. God. Wow! I, right. I actually have a really good. I got a good crypto joke too. All right, good. I'm gonna what? I'm gonna get the song playing to play us out. You feel free. All right. What, uh, what oh, kind it's of too loud. It's too loud. What kind of medication does a Yeti take? A chill pill. Oh, <laughs> nailing it! Knocking it out of the fucking park tonight. Uh, you showed me this before? No. no. Coming for you.